I, I love the premise of the show. Smart people talking about dumb shit. I think it's dumb people talking about smart shit. Oh, we go where we not supposed to go, baby. The Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the Brilliant Idiots Podcast, and today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. There are no hidden fees or price hikes, and all websites are optimized for mobile. And it's so simple. Start with a design template and use drag-and-drop tools to make it your own. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase. Let's start the show. We got a guest with us today. Yes, sir. More like family. One of the funniest people on the planet, yes, whether it's comedy on stage, whether it's podcasts, you know, whether it's being on the street on hell of a week, Chico Bean is here. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank Chico you. Bean. I was waiting on the 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 the, the, you know, the room noise for the applause. I didn't know if y'all did that. Y'all done moved up, man. You know, I done been coming through here for a long time. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. The episode is your brother's house. Yeah, that's on the right. Couch. Yeah. You have really expanded. You got your Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards haircut. You <laughs> yeah. win it. I know it. I know it. I know it. you win it. And of course, we already know how Charlemagne has upgraded his life and skin and all of that. So it's good to see y'all moving forward. Thank you, this man. is actually WTF uh, Media Studios. But we we do have the Newbury and Idiot Studios under construction right now. Oh, y'all constructing the studio? Absolutely. That's Trying to build something. Right Trying to build, build something. something. We're going we're to launch a podcast in January. We got to officially announce the Brilliant Idiots podcast, yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, After we, all these we years, have, you yeah, still we feel it. like y'all need to announce it? It's only been nine. Andrew brought up a good point a few weeks ago. Yeah, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I remember bringing up a good point, but what was it? He I didn't said, remember that part. He said that there's so many people who don't even know we do a podcast. Still, after all this time, I mean, bro, it, I can't tell you how many people. And this is how it goes every single time. If it's if it's a black person, they go, "Bro, I'll show you on Charlemagne's podcast." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm on there quite frequently." And <laughs> if it's a white person, they say, "I saw like, you yeah, on I saw Charlemagne on your podcast." Yeah, so, no, so now we're gonna announce it. He's right. I be walking through. The, I was walking through the airport. Two people. Yo, I love you on flagrant. I ain't even correct him. I'm like, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm so come January, we're gonna announce that we starting the podcast. Yeah, oh, we're good with the new studio and everything. After, else. Nine, after all of the when y'all wanted the original podcast and y'all still need that's that. nine years. No, that is true because yeah, podcasts only been around what, what twelve, Chris, thirteen, maybe. If that, 12, I mean, 13, popular or? for about nine. So yeah, I was yeah. one of the first one. I know this is one of the first podcasts I ever did. So really, yeah, all the way back in the gap, it was one of the first ones. All yeah, you were at the, the live. One. Yeah. You were at the live one too. You remember that? Yeah, one? The live uh-huh. one downtown. all the way. We did the live one downtown. Great, I did yeah. the one at the crib. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Through the live. Minute. Yo, congratulations yeah. on what you guys have built, man. Unbelievable, for real. I appreciate y'all. Unbelievable. I look at these numbers all the time, and I'm like. Watching you guys on YouTube. We'll and, be the uh, white man checking the numbers. Let's always. see what these fuckers <laughs> are doing. Always. Let's see, let's see what we're up against. For real, it's motivational. <laughs> it is, man. I look and I see it. I'm like, God, this is this is truly unbelievable. It's just so awesome. What do you so think has awesome. had more impact on you, uh, Chico, the, the podcast or the stand-up? Uh, I mean, the stand-up is always... All wilding out. All, all, all wilding out. Uh, I mean, I would say the stand up because it all, you know, came from that. You yeah, know, if yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have got on stage, then none of this would have been possible. So I would definitely say the stand up. But, you know, to see the effect that the 85 South show has had has, is, you know, it's it being as though it was born from something so organic to see the impact that it's having is always surprising. Wild and Out was around before we came around. Mm-hmm. So we kind of came in and 
revamped and, you know, recreated it. So that's major as well. But when you do it from, you know, your own inception, I'm sure that's probably what we feel about the 85 is probably what Nick feels about Wildin' Out True. and the impact yeah. that it's made. So mm. I would definitely say stand up first, though, because, you know, without that, then, you know, it wouldn't be no nothing to have. It's still wild that Nick tried to fire Carlos, man. Yeah, that's I think up, about man. that often. Only reason I say that is because you. Nah, the only reason you say DC, that is because you fucking Charlemagne and you a troll. <laughs> that is it. Like, no, man, you could have had DC that and conversation Carlos. with anybody else in the chemistry. Great chemistry. It would have been, been now. You want to have a conversation with a motherfucker who going to talk to him tomorrow. I like, love Nick. Nick, Nick my, I literally was just texting with now, Nick. I'm not but, talking about Nick. I'm talking about Carlos. Now, you know how traumatized oh, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Him to be fired. Oh, no, you an asshole, man. Okay. Let's not talk about that. How do you feel about the juice? What 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 whoa. is your uh Whoa. 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 <laughs> Fuck whoa. that. We gonna throw it back on you. How you feel about Brett Favre, nigga? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not gonna get me. I've been doing this for y'all too don't long. Play. We don't play Brett Favre. Uh, yes, you do. No. You're not about to throw that no. on me. Next question. We bumped Brett it up Favre. on the Jets. What do you think about Brett Favre stealing money from the black Listen, community? We were all about Brett Favre until he showed his dick on Instagram, and then we were well, like, if you nah, seen his dick, then Brett, you were down with Brett Favre. I didn't even know his dick was on Instagram. You so. didn't know. Oh, no, why would I know that? Those you, are your the, people. Stop it, bro. You told me when uh when uh, Safari's dick was at. Remember? Damn. I never told you that. Now you're you, lying. You text me like, yo, the OnlyFans dropped. I Damn. never did that. You why, did. Would you, why would you lie like Come that on, on camera? Bro. I can Come sue on. you for lying. How long did you stay at Brett Favre's What type of lawyer would you use to sue me? How long did you stay at Brett Favre's dick? Long enough to know mine was All right, look, man. Time out, Does man. that make Listen, you a Green Bay first packer? go in this direction with you two motherfuckers while I'm here. Let's stop. Phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Bro, I was for, for a hot second, I was a Green Bay Fudge Packer, bro. That was crazy. Oh, uh, Green Bay Fudge Packer. Wow. Oh, my God, man. But you know what's so funny about the Brett Favre case? What's that? That is the narrative, right? Like, when everybody talks about Kyrie, they be like, yo, you know, why nobody talking about Brett Favre? Why aren't people talking about Brett Favre? I don't know when social media is going to realize. Who's not? I thought everybody's talking about it. On That's your side of social media, they are. But they that, may be, but not on. Not on. Why aren't you but, guys talking about more? It affects y'all more. But that's my point. Like social media takes stories and magnifies them. So when you're yeah. wondering why outlets aren't talking on Brett Favre the way that they should be, it's because they don't see no heat for it on social media. Everybody talking about Kyrie on social media. It's all these debates and people going back and forth and arguing. Of course, they're gonna talk about that at nauseum on. Yo, I got a question outlets. about the Kyrie shit though. Like, is the is that movie still up? Yeah. Yes. And it, that it, price went up to rent it. Like apparently when it before he tweeted the link, it was, you know, reasonably priced to rent. Yeah. I think it's like fifty dollars to rent now. <laughs> it's been out for four years. I'm sure. So, so this is what I'm trying to understand, right? Is like how can how can a company be profiting off of it and then Kyrie share the public thing? And then Kyrie be the only person that gets screwed. Well, let's talk about that. I don't know if a company is profiting off it because I don't know how it works because this is self-upload. So you can upload that kind of content yourself to Amazon Prime Video. So I don't know. You can also buy Hitler's manifesto, right? Like Mein Kampf, they sell that, right? Yeah. So I guess they do. You can sell horrible things. Yes. And also people are acting like uh, the ADL and other Jewish organizations didn't write letters to Amazon. Like that came out four or five days ago that they asked Anti-defamation league. Anti-defamation league. That, oh. they, that they asked Amazon to take it down. And Amazon just responded a couple of days ago and said that they're going to put like a disclaimer 
that's what they're considering putting a disclaimer with the uh i guess that's the video. what we do with music too right like there's all those fucking rock songs back in the day telling you to kill yourself and Man. then they put a disclaimer on johnny rebel was that the go 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 go? There was to, a whole court case. Go about to Johnny it. Rebel right now. Google Johnny Rebel. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> and we talking about the Kyrie situation. This no, no, is no, 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 no. Up in these days, no. you recommend something, and then the next thing well, you no. know, you promoting, and you, you know, you, you know why you go? Johnny's just talking about black people. That's all. Oh yeah, well oh. that's the fuck. That's the part that's that I right. think is the most unfortunate about mm -hmm. the situation because I don't. I think that we have a you know, just a misconception about uh, being offended. You can't determine what is offensive to, to someone, right. to someone that's else. That's right. You have no right in determining what's offensive, so you just have to be conscious in who you yeah, offend. Because right. if you offend the right people, then, you you okay. know, there's backlash. But unfortunately yeah. for us as black people, it's we're the easiest people to offend without having to worry about any backlash oh, coming from offense. Fault is that, it's our fault, but I think that's where our frustration comes from yes. because we see, you know, just like you were saying, just the Jewish community be able to galvanize their people and come together for a cause. And I, think I never the, said that. Yeah, you did say it. I never said that. If I said that, that Safari's dick was on, <laughs> that was really you smart. said that. That was smart the way you did yeah, that. If I said that, that then that's what you said. I always knew that this guy was super high IQ. <laughs> you know what I mean? proved, that was genius come right on, man. there. I like how you didn't let it yeah. Flip though. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. I, mean, I did not say yeah. that. I thought I did say it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, hey, we, back and that forth, baby. Shit was but um, unbelievable. you know, I think that a lot of it comes from us being able, to, as as a community, as black people, seeing that, hey, man, it's if we had that power, or mm. if we had the ability to be able to make people, uh, organization to make people look at us and say, ah, I don't say that about black people because yeah. you do, you know, there's going to be some repercussions for. That, that's a good. That is a good point. Like. I guess every community has the right to protect their community in the way they Duh. see fit. And <laughs> yes. if you're in positions where you can protect it, like, for example, let's say what happened with uh, the NBA around like Donald Sterling. Remember when Donald Sterling was saying that wild shit? And got the him players the fuck out like, of there. Yo, we're not playing. Right? Didn't That's they? Right. Or was it George Floyd when they boycotted? Was, that, the bubble, they left some of them. I think they didn't play for a day. Or maybe it was the Bucks. No, it wasn't George Floyd. Who got killed in Milwaukee? It was uh, the guy in Milwaukee that yeah, got yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he was murdered, but he was just But uh, But shot. there was basically the players like, okay, we have some power. We can decide to not play and we can affect mm -hmm. this right. game based on how we see fit. Now, I will say there are certain moments where like you see somebody does or at least speaks on something that could potentially be offensive and then they get punished. Like Megyn Kelly, who was asking the question, why is it racist if a kid wears blackface in a costume for their character? Do you remember mm -hmm. that? So truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, blackface yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface yes. for Halloween. Like, I, back okay, when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. She got fired by NBC for that. Mm -hmm. Now, what what do you guys think about that? I think, I, well, go ahead. I, 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 don't, I don't quite remember it. So I don't know if that's, is that why she got fired for just asking that question? Yeah, I think that she wasn't being empathetic to to why blackface was offensive within a costume. I don't think her asking that question, if that if that's what happened, I don't think her asking that question is a fire. I think there were more things that were going on. I think yeah, the show yeah. maybe wasn't yeah, getting the ratings I, I they think, wanted, Anna, but they I, used that the as the excuse. woman that was like, Santa Claus is white, Jesus is white? Was that the same woman? Well, Santa Claus yeah. is white. There's no black people that live that far north. <laughs> really? I mean, do you know any that blacks in Iceland? Santa Claus definitely I, I white. I mean, I, I've never, you said Santa Claus Santa is Claus white. Santa Claus white. Jesus black, Santa Claus white. Also, what, Jesus, what black person can just sneak into your house? 
Uh, plenty of them, apparently, excited, according to the police report. But they're not excited. They don't leave puppies for them. Santa Claus is black? Forget about it. I think that, uh, you know, for for us, we've been given one trump card with, as, as you know, black people, and that's the N-word, yeah. you know. If, if you, you say, say the N-word, it's over It's with. over. No, it's everything over else is Everything like, else is, everything else is. that's not true. It's other slurs. Like, you know, think about... uh, Not as bad as the N-word. Well, think about Roseanne. Roseanne said that Valerie Jarrett... To a, Look like a, a black monkey. person, yeah. You know, she refer, she referred to Valerie Jarrett as a monkey. Uh, ABC at the time had a black woman as a president. They got Roseanne about it. But I hear what he's saying. It's like, it, it, there's this one thing where if you do it, even if you're not in positions of power, the community can go, hey, yeah. they crossed that line. Right. But it seems like you're saying there are other things that are also offensive yes. and you'd like to be able to... They're all the way. And I think the reason why the N-word is such a big Trump card for us is because it, it is a direct correlation to the horrific shit that has happened to black people yeah, in yeah. this country. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you yeah. say that, it brings back all of the, yeah. the shit that you see the conversation being centered around now. You saw, I saw you put up the clip of Nick having a conversation. With Jonathan on the, Greenblatt, on the, uh, CEO on the, of the ADL. On the yeah. podcast about buck breaking. And I can wholeheartedly say I know Kyrie Irving is not anti-Semitic. When given the chance to say, are you anti-Semitic or not, he didn't say, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. At the press conference, tell us about that movie, why he did it. He said, stop dehumanizing me. And the movie is saying white Jews invented the Holocaust and six million Jews didn't get killed. Okay, I, I know that isn't right. Right. There's a gigantic historical record. Jewish people know when you dehumanize us this way, we know what's around the corner. So in that same statement as those are the tropes that dehumanize Jewish people, the same buck breaking. Was that? I don't really know what that means, to be perfectly honest. The slave masters would bring the buck, the one that gets out of line. So all the other slaves would see lash after lash, show them the power to set an example. This is what you must do to fall in line. So when we see the six things that Kyrie must do to get his job back, right. that's dehumanizing. You know, the, some of the things that happened during slavery and the n-word is a direct correlation to direct correlation excuse me to that and i yeah. think that's why it's so major when people hear it said by anybody but especially a white person because it's like you are taking responsibility for all the shit that occurred and, and, the, and the n-word yeah. is the one everybody should know right well, yeah. like ain't no excuses yeah. for the n-word well, at this point but, but if you let that fly as a white person you got to deal with the consequences but, but think about it it almost like organizes the world in a pretty easy way for white people because they're just like all right just avoid this one word and then everything's fine. Yeah. Right? Whereas like with everybody else, we're walking on eggshell. Can you say Latino? Is it Latinx? You can't say Latino? What is, you know, nowadays they're like, we want to so be many. heard as Latinx because Latin, no La Latinos hate Latinx. They do. That yeah, is, Latinos that, don't actually, even like that phrase. It, it, I'm going to sound so ignorant. It's okay. Is it like, Latin X, like the Spanish Malcolm X, is that a person? <laughs> <laughs> the autobiography of Latin X. <laughs> at, least, at least I announced it first. Like, not me. By Alexandro. <laughs> by Alexandro Haley. I love it. Listen. I didn't know. I said, at least I am. Basically, my Dominican partner. My tripping. He's yeah. Puerto Rican. Okay. Right. He's Puerto Rican. But, but it's oh, like oh, wow. oh. the language, the language has gender into it. It's like Latina, Latino. So they're trying to be inclusive to people who don't identify as a gender. So they're like, oh, okay. why don't we just do Latin X because we don't know who or how you identify. Okay. Gotcha. Which is, and most Man. Latinos are just like, 
Nah, bro. We yeah, don't it's, 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 that. it's rough out here now with all of the different terminologies. And and, and that's why we all got to give each other grace. We all yeah. just trying to figure it out. People be ready to crucify bro, for I called, things that we don't know. I, I called someone that. <laughs> I, I tried to call. This is literally <laughs> what I was getting this coffee. Like, bro, I don't want to hear that shit, Andrew. No, 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 no. I tried to do my best. I'm getting my coffee, and then I already put the order in, and the lady literally, the lady goes, the lady goes, did you already order? And then I, I, I turned next to me, and there was what appeared to be a they. So I was trying to be safe, and I go, I go, no, that's next. And I meant to say they, they are next. Yeah, yeah. But I called it that. You just <laughs> called it it. I called it it. Bro. And, I, and tripping, I just didn't bro. know what the fuck to do. That's my wife's pronoun. That? Yeah, I'm this and she's that. I love it. That's a fact. We all, that's our pronoun. I'm this and she's that. Man, man, that's oh. crazy. You have to develop a pronoun these days, man. That's it's. Yeah. I was watching uh in Living Color. Classic. Yeah. And to know you might get canceled for watching that yeah, in 2022. <laughs> like to know, Yo, to know the, like my God, like I would be afraid to. It's a it's a sketch called the racist realtor. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that remember one. that one when uh, I can't remember the, the lady's name, but she was selling the house in New York. The white lady. The white lady, and okay. each person, each race of people that came, she would just spew out all the different stereotypes. She was like when the, uh, when Tommy Davidson came, he was a black man. She was like, "Oh, you'll love it here. There are gunshots every night. All you get, you'll be able to fall asleep to the same thing you fall asleep to in whatever community you came from." Let me tell you a little bit about the apartment, shall I? Firstly, this locale is ideal for you. There is a Golden Bird fried chicken right down on the corner, and you know something? There is a crack house over on Seventh. I tell you, people are getting beat up and shot there all the time. And what with you being a doctor and all, your business could be booming. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sheila Pease. Hi, how are you? Aren't you adorable? I bet when you grow up, you want to manage a 7-Eleven just like your father. <laughs> You'll get all the big gulps you want, won't you? You know what I mean? And it's, it's just like to know that that was normal. So yeah. much so that you can put it on national television. Yeah. In the 90s yeah, 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 versus yeah. now where it's no way. You know, what's you know, weird is were, were people offended by that back then? Yes. I had a I'm going to tell you, I had a conversation That's with David Allen Greer about that. Matter of fact, David Allen Greer and Keenan Ivory Wayans. And both of them said the, the same thing. They said, yes, people were outraged. It just took them longer to complain. Ah, because there was Because no you had to call yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, fax yeah, yeah. it in. You know what I'm saying? So oh, by yeah. the time they would get this shit, it was months and months down the line. Yeah, and how offended do you have? You have to really be offended to, to write a letter. That. That's right. You have oh, to that's really right. be yeah. offended. That's right. You don't have to really be offended to tweet. now. That's you right. You just have to, you know, feel like, or you can not even feel anyway, but you can see now that the being offended is the way to go and just jump in line yeah, with that's right. something to beat to feel like you're a part of something. I think that's really what the the stigma is now. People just want to be a part of something. That's right. So even if they don't feel offended or they're not mad at something they see everybody else is like oh i'm gonna go with the group that look like it's winning right that's now. right yeah and, and a lot of the feelings feel temporary right like going back to something we was yeah. talking about earlier when we, we talked about it last week as well it's like yo when we talk about people who offend certain communities they offend bl black people jewish people asian people whoever it is it's all about how that community responds mm -hmm. right and we tend sometimes to let things just roll off our back we complain for a few hours on social media and then it's on to the next. Who's writing the letters? You know, what organization is writing the letters on our behalf saying, hey, we're not going to stand for this? Because I don't know what y'all think, but Frederick Douglass said it the best. 
power concedes nothing without a demand. What demands are we making when we get offended? Mm. I mean, what could, what demands could we make? I mean, when you think about that, who would be even the the person or, or the or the group? That, to it's supposed develop. to be NAACP. It's supposed to be Urban League. You know, hey, or what? Man. Or what? We got organizations like Untell Freedom out here that's really doing the work. I don't know. Why don't we think about like what we want from it? I mean, that was the thing that was so weird to me about the Kyrie situation. Is it like well, pull up, pull up Kyrie's demands? Pull up. This. Well, well, yeah, this is the goal. I would imagine. Again, I'm not Jewish, so I can't say what the Jewish community wants. But when has it the, stopped you before? Show <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm still going to do it. But my what I imagine is, is you want to stop the rhetoric, right? Yes. So you want to stop people believing this stuff and you want to stop people pushing these ideas out there. So the best way, in my understanding, to do that is to teach somebody and not to That's true. seemingly humiliate them. Yes. So when you humiliate somebody, and don't get me wrong, him posting that might be humiliating for so many Jews. So that's very frustrating. Not just humiliating, they feel it's dangerous. And, and scary, yeah. yeah. So I understand that knee-jerk reaction. But on the other end, you also have to look at, like, Kyrie is a lot of people's heroes. So when you try to say, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, this is the only way we're going to forgive you, to somebody's hero, that's not going to gain support from those people who look at them. Yeah. What I would hope that you would do is use this as an opportunity maybe to educate Kyrie, and then Kyrie can use his own platform to tell his people why what he did was wrong if he sees fit. When you start forcing people to do things, it doesn't make them go, you know what, I was wrong. It makes them say, I was wrong for the minute, and then right afterwards, like, man, fuck those now guys. Now, listen, is this a force, or is this, say, or is this, or is this me saying, hey, man, this is what I need to feel good about what you did? You, 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 hurt, you hurt us. You offended us. This is what I need. You can. You, you don't. Think, have, you don't have to do it. I think it's. It's like I don't know. My my thing with these things is always a play to the future. It's like why don't you appeal to what's going on in Kyrie and why he was looking at that information, then help educate him on why you think it's wrong. If you know for a fact it's wrong and it's it's unequivocal evidence, just show him. He'll be embarrassed that he posted something that was wrong to all those people. Like think about like. Think but, about when you go out there with an opinion. We'd all done this. And we, like, put our foot on it. We stamp it. And then someone goes, bro, that was completely wrong. But like, that's the thing. Kyrie it's embarrassing, but bro. Kyrie didn't, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't give an opinion. I'm a, this is my process. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that, he, well, that he was, was like, this is a really interesting this, thing. But he, he put it out with no content. He didn't say anything. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't. He just tweeted a link to something. Right. And then allowed people to develop or think whatever they wanted to think. That's right. And then now he's in this position. But when I see something like this, I wonder who made this list. And how are we? How do we know that this is what the the community that is offended actually wants him to do? Yeah. Or is this who gets to speak to the community? Yeah. Right? Who, well, I think I think this, this came list? from I think this came from the ADL. I'm not sure. I don't know if this came from the NBA or the ADL. But regardless, it's like how do you know that the ADL represents the average Jewish person? Like when I speak to my Jewish homies about this, they're like, "Listen, it, we don't want it to be chastising. We want him to understand why. We want people to understand why. Use this as a teachable moment. You have a guy that clearly likes to speak to his followers. He considers himself a leader to his followers educate him and then maybe he will educate his followers but that's what it looks like this list is though this Apo shit looks like give me half a million dollars no look, do look, these look, other look, things no, let's, let's break them down apologize condemn movie and right. that 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 first one apologize and condemn the movie like has anybody even asked him did he watch it that's what i think i don't think he watched the cheap I, mean, I, I, I think he saw the title and it said from hebrews and negroes wake up Black America, right? And yeah. he posted that. And that's the title. thing. I think that my personal opinion is that, as as especially black men, 
we need to learn how to practice restraint in some ways in regards to giving our opinions, because as we can see that our opinions, when they're given and they're, you know, and it's spread, you know, nationwide or worldwide, whatever, it has a some for some reason a much more detrimental effect in opinions of other people. So I think that a lot of times everything is not for public consumption. Mm-hmm. Some stuff is for you to be, you know, some stuff is supposed to stay in the barbershop. Just for until we get to a point where we can make a list like this for people who offend or make us feel any type of way about anything. I, I don't disagree with that at all. And I also, and, but also, too, if you're going to do my thing is at least if you're going to do that, then at least have an opinion. So when you like when, we, when you tweet out a link with no context and then people go and watch the documentary, they not they might not even be thinking about what you're thinking about. What was the post? Can someone bring up the post? It was just all you did was post the, the, the picture of the documentary from Hebrews and Negroes. Wake up, black America. How am I supposed to know Kyrie posted this because he I wants mean, to I don't post shit because I, I I think now you're you're treating him like what is it called the bigotry of low expectations like you you post shit on your story because you promote it when you post a show you post sure, a book you but that's post my whatever point. it's like so but, I think it's fair but, to but go him, hey I thought this was interesting you guys might also find it interesting but yeah. if the thing if it's full of what they call anti-semitic tropes mm-hmm. and it's full of dangerous rhetoric mm-hmm. and you posted it with no context aren't you co-signing and promoting that yeah Okay, then. Yeah. Like you can't be mad at the reaction. No, you I'm, didn't give us no context. Oh, I thought it. you were saying the opposite. Yeah, I, oh. I'm. I'm. I agree. I understand yeah. the reaction is really frustrating and scary, especially to the community that has seen like these tropes be used to yeah, yeah, take yeah. their lives and yeah. like remove them from countries throughout history. There's no question. I understand the the concern there. What I'm looking at is how do you how do you react to this in a way where it makes not only that person but also the people that follow him feel like you actually care what they think. Well, let's go back to the demands. Go back to the demands. Yeah. Because we will have to copy and Apologize and condemn, right? Apologize, condemn movie. All right? He, he already apologized. He already apologized. He no. condemned some parts of the movie. Yeah, the, the certain well, parts. Well, he, he didn't apologize. That was the big issue. Is oh, he no, he did. Well, he, he did. did. After, he did. After, after, after. After. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, it became yeah. big. Like, the first thing was like, yo, just apologize. And he's like, I'm not going to apologize. Uh, take responsibility. Well, he didn't I'm say not... I'm not going to apologize. When they asked him, we can play the clip. When they asked him to apologize, Sorry, he just simply said, I didn't mean to hurt anybody or something to that effect. He didn't say, I apologize. I'll take my responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. Like I said, in the first time you guys asked me when I was sitting on that stage, I don't believe everything that everybody posts. It's a documentary. So, I'll take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word, I apologize, or in your mind, you said, I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. What, what are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe are true and that you don't believe represent your own I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. Literally, he could have been like, yo, I'm sorry. This shit is dead. But because he was fucking Kyrie and he's a stubborn fucking idiot. That just Jesus is, Christ. He is. Out, man. But not he using is. that language. He's now, an that's, idiot. But I mean, but that that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. You can say that Kyrie Irving is an idiot and, you know, that'd be fine. But something like this, you would never have to, if he was... He's an NBA player. He's a superstar. Yeah. He still doesn't have the power to make you publicly apologize for calling him an idiot if yeah, you offend him. Yeah, because I'm calling him. Kyrie Irving an idiot. He's nah, not an idiot because he's black. He's an you, idiot because he's Kyrie. Kyrie, 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 Kyrie will make sure to apologize. Kyrie, come in and back, he come in and back you now. Hell. 
You think he backed me down? I think you backed hey, me hey, down. Hey, 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 what's I my record I against think... point guards in the league, bro? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You want to talk about never forget? Jay Williams wasn't hey, in the league. You, you don't never forget. Uh, what boy. is my record against point guards Kyrie in the league? Says, Kyrie says never again. You, you be the NBA player. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee I get a bucket off Kyrie 100%. Man, you are, you, you have always stanky leg the line of right there on the line. I don't know how y'all have made it nine years. Between y'all two, the shit that y'all say, Jesus. What do you mean? Right. We haven't made it. I mean, yo, yo. What do you mean? No, no, y'all they don't know we have a podcast. Y'all That's still, know, y'all, That's maybe, right. maybe y'all need to maybe stay underground then. Maybe we need to stay. Maybe y'all need to stay underground because, boy, goodness gracious. Schultz ain't never got hit. I done got an ass whipping a few times. Oh, yeah. You got some real ass Hey, man. But, hey, but I'm still here. Yeah, you know who God got me, baby. Uh, Go back, to, go back, go back, go back to the to the man, Taylor. Please, I want to. I we we can't get past the first one. Can, All right, five hundred thousand dollar donation. Can I say to one, I'm sorry. Causes. Can I ask, say one, that should be at the end? Can go I ahead. say one thing yes. about the apologizing condemn movie? Yes, I don't want you to apologize and condemn the movie. I want to share information with you that maybe makes you feel like you on your own should apologize and condemn it. Me just telling you to apologize for some shit you might still believe in and agree with, what does that do? Mm. It's like a public display of bullshit. It's like when you see these like Hollywood people all the time. If you have this information that can motivate this young guy into thinking differently about a scenario, then give it to him. But this, but I think it's very important that, you know, when Kyrie got the opportunity to share what it was he was trying to convey, he did do that. Mm. Like he did tell people why he posted the doc and I really think it was just based off the title from hmm. Hebrews the Negroes because it's all what's, what's the conversation Chico about the black Israelites and yeah the, the black Israelites and uh, you know the 12 lost tribes of of Israel and you know uh, the curse of Deuteronomy and you know it's a bunch of different theories you know what I mean if, if you're from New York you've seen the, the that's Hebrew right Israelites preaching this stuff on the corners and for years so I think that it's just, like I said, it's the access to information that we have now, whereas though, like you said, in the 90s, you had to write letters and go to the library to get your information. Now it's just so much of you opening up your phone that you can find whatever information you're looking for. But I mean, for him to have to apologize and condemn the movie, who made the movie? Oh, I know his name. Who I can't remember it? his name. Like, I just saw. Why is it now Kyrie Irving's job to condemn a movie that he didn't make? I can see if he made he it. Did promote produce. though, and also if somebody Listen, tells you, you know how much I didn't promoted a lot of shit, but I shouldn't have to apologize. If you made a record that I like and you said some shit in it that was offensive to a group of people, apologize and condemn. Black men don't cheat. We don't. All right, and that is a pow empowerment hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. record. You were yeah. you were it's rolling on something. I know it, 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 that's no. I mean, I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. where she came from. No, with you that. didn't. No, I do didn't. because no, like Los is my. No, I'm serious. Los is my brother. It's my partner. So if if black women were offended by that statement, why? Because I tweeted a link with him wearing the t-shirt. Should I have to apologize for some shit that is his whole? mantra he came up with it he That's has the knowledge behind it he would be able to explain it so why should i have to be the person to apologize for that chico i'm gonna tell you something i am not into telling the community what they should be offended by but i will tell every black woman that they should not be offended by black men. No, no I mean, I, I don't think <laughs> right? they, they... That is a statement. They definitely are And it is a, de it. It is a declarative think. statement that we are making, okay? Because not only are we saying black men don't cheat, we're saying black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. 
And I don't know how they could be upset at that. This is something oh, for yeah. y'all. We yeah. made this to make y'all flip. lives better. Right. I heard Carlos say that, That's and I'm like, yo, flip. Carlos is right. We don't cheat. You know it's what I mean? Command. Duvall wanted to make it a song. I'm like, yo, yo that's right. Yo, that's right. Black yes. man, don't cheat. El- yes, that's a, that is a message to be elevated. It depends on what the comma is. That's all you got to do. You that's know right. what I mean? That's it's, fire. Now, yeah. now, that's now let's fire. Keep, oh, and also, too, mm-hmm. when it came to condemning the movie, wow. there's, there's another thing. Wow. What? That was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> what? <laughs> Black men. Don't, don't cheat. cheat. Yeah, it's like, the comma. That is it's the, the placement comma. of the comma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. How did you the women not state. know that's what it was? What the yeah. fuck? Because they so don't want to hear us. The that's the problem. They don't want to hear us. Everybody's talking hey guys, past each we're other. We're veering off. From, oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, you're right. Sorry, you're right. Sorry, you're right. Sorry, we still sorry. haven't made it past condemning the movie. Okay, so listen. Condemn the movie. I'm going to tell you another thing Kyrie, possibly a misstep Kyrie did. He talked about how there's some things in the movie he agreed with, some things he didn't. He said some things that, you know, were said about Jewish people that he didn't agree with, some things he did. The claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God, and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me, I grew up in a melting pot, and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, and you can see the way I live my life now. I'm not here to be divisive, so... They could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community. And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people and my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them. You can't say that in a movie that's got this many anti-Semitic tropes. You gotta be specific. specific. Okay. You gotta be specific. You can't, you yeah, gotta be specific. He was dumb for doing that. Jesus Christ. Yo, Kyrie gonna fuck you up. How <laughs> so? <laughs> you done called him an idiot twice. Dumb. I believe he's an idiot. Wow. Wow. I do, genuinely. He I, thought the world, the earth was flat. Like he literally what's wrong for a with moment that? was. <laughs> I got some friends that think <laughs> like, the earth is flat. What bro. the fuck is wrong? I got some with people. Thinking I, anything, I got bro. some people like, who I love. I got some people who I love that so think the I. earth is flat. <laughs> I believe it's the same person. The same person. So, I mean, like, what's wrong? I'm not saying it don't matter. It don't matter who it is. No. It don't matter. No. No, it don't matter. No, no, no. That's why you're Hans Lander and started to sit down. No. No, I'm not when telling it, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it started to swoop down, no, I'm not telling you nothing. But that's what I'm saying. What's wrong with thinking anything? I don't give a oh, fuck what man. anybody thinks. Yes, you Why do. are we so off- I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, you do. Because if they thought some I, things that made you offended, you would be like, no, oh, I don't, this is a good listen, one. You know how much many oh, people good. think shit that makes me up. Oh, that, that I don't just care. Saying, no, Chico, this is good. It, it's fine. Yeah, you can think whatever you want to think. It's the actions behind this the thought good, that makes it. This is a good. problem. I'm going to tell you the problem with the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers can share them now. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we're sitting around thinking, and how you said the barbershop, there's conversation we used to have amongst each other. Yeah. That's fine. But boy, when you get on that social and just start sharing, sharing shit that you ain't even thought through right. yet. Right. This is my, my, my take on Kyrie is that I think that he was taken advantage of young by the industry that he's in. And because of that, has closed his circle like crazy. I think his mother's is actually, his stepmother's is aging. That's very rare for an NBA player. So usually what happens, I think that also is what happened to Kanye. It's like he got taken advantage of by a lot of different people. I don't even want to put Kyrie no and Kanye trust. in the same Okay, sentence. fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, you I guys think it that, that, have reached capacity on the right. Kanye conversation that, and, and, and that's another reason that Kyrie ended up in this situation. Uh, because of the climate that Kanye created. Okay, okay. 
So back to think. So I think what he's gone through, I mean, this guy was pro at 19 years old. Like he's definitely had corporations and people probably trying to extract money from him has a crazy distrust. And because of that, once you start to trust nobody, any information is, is available to you could be right. If you don't trust the people that are closest to you, which has happened to him in his life, then you're like, who else is lying to me? Are they lying to me about the world being flat? Maybe. Let me watch this video. Are they lying to me about who I am as a person? Maybe. Let me watch this video. There's information out there. So I have empathy for Kyrie. His circle is so small. And when sometimes your circle is so small, you have nobody in your circle to go, hey, you're doing some things that are not really beneficial for because you. Because of them thoughts. So what yeah. you go say when I'm at home by myself thinking. Yeah. Ain't nobody there to stop me from doing this. And, and it's and it's yes, you're right. Just because the truth is subjective, in my opinion, it, because what's true to me is a lie to somebody else. What I believe somebody else is going to say, that's bullshit. You know what I mean? So right. you can't condemn anybody for their belief system. You only can condemn them when they offend the wrong people with their uh, belief system. That's just it. It. You're allowed to think whatever you want to think. Kyrie can think whatever the fuck he wants to think. He's a grown man. I don't. I think that we have a problem now today where we're trying to make people think the way we think or have That's our right. perspective. That's bullshit. Like that, but some thoughts are dangerous. Sense. You say what? Some thoughts are dangerous. Some thoughts are when dangerous you put them out into the when ecosystem. you put them into the world. That's right. That's right. But That's right. My, my ability to be able to have the perspective that I want, if I keep it, you know, Right here, and I yeah. just whatever yeah. I feel. As long as I don't, I have the restraint enough not to do it publicly because I know now we live in a time where information travels so much faster. Yeah, you can't be mad at nobody for thinking anything. No, that's whatever right. somebody believes is what they believe. Allow them to believe, and then it's just the social construct that makes you believe. Okay, well, if this person says this, then they're wrong. If if you believe the Earth is flat, square, I don't give a fuck what shape it is. I'm just glad I'm on it. Yeah, that's my perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I saw I think, something the other day. They said the Earth is the shape of a dick. Really? Yeah. I mean, hey. So that means we all riding the dick. Yo. <laughs> I knew I like Like, yeah. this is the point I that I'm making. You said I can think. Chico, you said I can think. This is the point that I'm making. Fire, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is the point that I'm making. I've been around this nigga for years hearing this wild ass shit. So wait a minute. So what? That's still my man. I still fuck with him. Wait, wait, wait. I got a real question. Like, is that why the ocean's so salty, though? Now, Yo! now what the <laughs> hold on, bro. That was offensive God, to diabetics. People have, that was offensive to the diabetic oh, community. Man. I've been told that oh, salty oh, jokes man. are offensive. Like this shit is ridiculous, man. <laughs> like that we even end up here with these let's, conversations. Let's this get, is crazy. Next, I do want to say too, the reason I don't We're still on number one. The reason, yeah, but, but, make but, real quick before we get to number two, the reason I refuse to put Kyrie and Kanye in the same bracket I apologize is because Kyrie Irving loves black people. Kanye West does not. Ooh, Jesus now, Christ. That's, that's right. How you going to say Kanye West don't man, love black people, I ain't man? I still, bro. That, that, man, and, and, and you we know all, what? I'm the hashtag Katie was right. You niggas are having a nasty, <laughs> nasty <laughs> ass conversation over here, man. All right. $500,000 <laughs> donation to anti hate causes. He did that. They gave him the money back. What does that do? I don't know. No, I need a hand towel, Taylor. The, is, the, uh, the, this is the one that confuses me. Can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. So does that mean if I want to watch the video, I can just pay 500000 What do you mean? 
Are you telling me right here I can watch the video, publicly tweet it if I just have enough money? But no, we're, we're, we're getting to the part. I get, I, what you were saying about the information and teaching somebody, we're getting to that. No, right? no, no. I'm saying right now they're like, yo, apologize and pay $500,000. So now if I want to, you just put a price on me enjoying and agreeing with the Thank video. You. Well, well, no, that's a little different because know. it says to anti-hate causes. It that's doesn't right. specifically say because from what I understand, ah. the uh, what is it, the ADL? I think ADL, they yeah. they rejected his initial yeah, five hundred thousand after, the, after they didn't after, after they, they didn't like his they apology. Get the apology. Yeah, yeah. So if you reject the money, then I guess that means that he can take that half a million dollars and donate it to anything he wants to donate it to. And I'm sure gotcha. that there's plenty of people who would love that money. I'm sure Dr. Umar Johnson would love to yes. get that Give money for school. FD. Uh, I forget the rest of the letters, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey, yeah. school that he's building. So if, if that is a part of it, then that's the one part that I, you know, I agree with. Take that half a million dollars and you can, if, and now if he gives it to a cause that's beneficial to, black people and then he's condemned for that then that lets you know it's a problem by the way Kyrie has donated a lot of the money to black people there's of a lot course of, there's yeah, a lot he's of, done a lot yeah, he's a done lot. so much that you know and then it's like I knew that before that meme started going around you know what I mean because I hear that from people in other done. organizations right yeah. and then you, it, if he's quiet about it then that's another thing that we live in it's like nowadays if you don't post the the social post the social media the positivity that you do it never happens nobody gonna talk about it nobody will talk not about just it not so, too I think Native American just communities period. Was you know what I mean yeah. if it don't go on social yeah. media it didn't happen so because he's you know humble enough to do all of these great social acts without letting the world know when he finally does something that the world does get a hold of that's immediately brushed to the side because and that's like the gift and the curse of social media because you don't want to put your you know helpful acts online, but if you don't, then people will just be able to act like you never did it That's as right. soon as they get mad at you about something. Uh, these are the two that confuse me. We're, we're getting to the list. Sensitivity training and anti-Semitic training are third and fourth. What's the difference? Because uh, sensitivity training to me sounds like something that is, is widespread. Anti-Semitic training is specific to the Jewish community. Well, I'm going to say, why would he need widespread sensitivity training? Like Because you, I mean, that's just what comes with being, you know, in this position, I guess. Yeah. You know, you, you, that's true. if you're deemed to no, be a true. person who is, uh, that's true. An idiot as this motherfucker keep calling them. Like if you, I never call them an idiot. Are, <laughs> Chico, I know you ain't about to fall for that, Chico. Chico. I mean, I just look at him. And, I, and I've been around him for years, and, I, and I've been thinking the whole time. I, I love you, you, and I was thinking, like, do I, I really want to come up here? Fuck with these two motherfuckers, man. Like, because I, I, y'all my guys, but it's just like, I know what I'm walking into. I've done this so many times, yet here we are, man, all the way. No, but to Chico's point, like, you know, when you have a platform or stature as large as Kyrie Irving, there is a balance, right? Like, because to your point about thoughts, when you got that kind of platform, man, you can put certain things out there, bro, that could tilt shit this way mm. or tilt shit that way. So you do need sensitivity training. I don't know what that looks like, but, I was just having a conversation with one of my OGs this week and he was talking about that. He was talking about the sensitivity you have to have in moments like this. Especially in today's time yes. because information travels so fast. The attention span is 15 to 60 seconds now. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, you know, I think this is, this is, you know, going on now, but eventually this will, you know, pay, I think, what is it, November now by March, this won't, people won't even be having before this conversation. That, yeah. before Way that, before yeah. that, yeah. you know, depending on what, Kyrie decides to do because I saw some stuff floating around that said he was going to retire, which was bullshit. But I mean, I think that whatever decision he chooses to make will 
you know, determine how long this is a thing. If you look at Colin Kaepernick, that has lasted, you know, way longer than it would have if he would have just, you know, I guess went and did whatever they demanded him to do. You know, I think the fact that he chose to go another route is what stretched it out and made him a martyr in a way because he, you know, he died in front of everybody as far as his career, at least. He was, you know, crucified as career-wise because he refused to stand up, you know what I mean? And I think that if Kyrie doesn't meet these demands, then it'll last a whole lot longer. By the way, I haven't seen nothing on this list that we can't do. We? Yeah. $500,000 donation. I can't do that. But no, I'm going to go you, ahead and let you know. No, I don't no, have no, no, no. I'm just talking about $500,000 <laughs> to donate to anybody. No. I'm going to let these two rich motherfuckers <laughs> no. that they can do that. I'm just saying. I, what, I'm going to do the shows. I didn't say that. I didn't say, I didn't that. say that. No, I'm saying if somebody insults our community, apologize, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, condemn what they said, half a million dollar donation to a, a black organization or a black cause. Sensitivity training, which I think a lot of people need in regards to just any dealing with race. Men need it in regards to dealing with women. Straight people need it in regards to dealing with gay people. Like, like that's fine. Anti-Semitic training, man, everybody, a lot of us need that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because a lot of people say to me, man, I watched that documentary. Ain't nothing anti-Semitic on there. Exactly. And that's why you need to shut the fuck up. Yes. And yeah. that's why people keep stepping on landmines. Because you don't even know what's considered yeah, anti-Semitic. You, don't, you can't determine why, what's why offensive. Have, why do they have to do this publicly? Like, it just seems like such a, uh, like a virtue signal. Like, if I'm the owner of the team, it was I go, done, it was, the offense was public. Yeah, but still, if I'm the owner of the team, I go, hey, we're meeting with private, uh, privately with Kyrie to discuss these matters. Obviously, there's a lot of people hurt and offended, and we've been talking to Kyrie, and Kyrie feels if he does... You don't quiet the noise like that, Schultz. But, but let me just get it out. If Kyrie does feel uh, remorseful for hurting people, which he, I think he did say, he said he felt bad for Absolutely. hurting people. Absolutely. So we just want to discuss it internally. Have the fucking discussion internally first. Now, if Kyrie is rejecting that... That's another issue where you're paying a guy $30 million a year. He won't even come in for a meeting. That's a different, like, you still are an employee of, a, of an organization. You've agreed to that contract. But, like, I would personally bring him in, say, hey, listen, there's some people here. They just want to tell you why this information is false, why it's offensive. Like, we don't want to make this a big whole public thing. After getting that information, what do you think the best way to move forward is? Treat him like an adult. This is treating someone like an infant. Apologize. Condemn. Uh, you meet with these people. Six o'clock, you have to be here. It's to me, it's like infantilizing. I mean, you're gonna have to meet with them anyway, right? But why do you? Because you just talked about a meeting. But, but you just what said this is, this is the Nets looking out for the Nets. This is the but NBA that's my point. looking out for but, the NBA. But that's my point. And not looking out for a young man. But that's who why clearly you can, is confused, and you could maybe offer him some help. I agree with that. But that's what that's what that's what the last thing is. The last thing is meet with ADL Jewish leaders and meet with Joe Side to meet demonstrate with Joe Side. Meet with your boss. That's 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 the part that is the most confusing to me on the whole list. Meet with Joe side to demonstrate understanding. What makes Joe side the 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 most understanding person that yeah, you have? That is true. Like, how does me letting going through all of these different things? Joe side's from then China. He met Jewish the, people five years ago. You know what I mean? Like, like he's from I, Taiwan. Sorry, I, I almost do, don't don't shit on. Do. That's Chris's hood. Yeah, you, right, you heard Chris, right, right. Chris yo, that <laughs> shit like Brooklyn, Taiwan. <laughs> he from he from Taiwan. Like I'm just. <laughs> I'm is, there, just saying, is there a flourishing Jewish population in Taiwan, Chris? Are you getting there? <laughs> I go through all of these different, I, I meet all of these demands. And then mm-hmm. finally, my my final boss or my final test to beat the game and get back in the good standing of the organization is to meet with my owner and demonstrate well, that I understand what. Now, now, now this is when we got to look at it from the macro perspective. 
Meeting with Josiah don't really got nothing to do with this. This got to do with all the other stuff Kyrie has been doing since he's been with the Nets. Yeah, every, but why you even every, need to put it there? You're that, the boss. Yeah, Tell your employee to come know. to the office yeah. privately. Right. Like, and that part, Maybe Kyrie don't talk to him. I don't know. Well, then if, if your employee's not talking to you, then you can suspend your employee for that or you can do some sort of disciplinary action. But like adding that to it, it just seems like they're virtue signaling. It seems like Hey, throw that in here because I want people to know that me, Josiah, I'm a good guy. Yeah. And everybody needs to know man. that we're going to punish that bad guy Demonstrate instead of teaching a young man. What am I demonstrating the understanding of? All of the things on this list or demonstrating the understanding of what the Nets and, feel I should and, understand? And I just want to say this, and, I, and I'm saying this from friends of mine who are Jewish that reacted to this. They didn't like it. Because what they said is this is going to create more animosity for the Jewish no, it community. Is. It is. And literally 100%. every one of my Jewish friends said the same. exact same thing. They're I'm like, listen, the same thing. there's a better way to go about it. Why don't we educate him? Why don't we ask him if he's willing to come to the Holocaust Museum? And That's what I thought it was. I thought you had to go to the Holocaust Museum. You're taking that trip to Israel. That's, That's far. I, Israel's far. There, there you go to the museum. Do you know what I mean? They don't got to go all the way there to go to the museum. You can go to, <laughs> Not that you got to do both, bro. That's a lot. Bro. Back in the day, you used to have to do both. Oh, really? Now it's gotten softer? This, Call gen Nick, this generation Nick went so on the field trip. <laughs> Who? Nick. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, anyway, I guess my point is like... It, <laughs> I'm glad it, he did. I'm glad he did too. Yeah, it, man. But if the Jewish, even the Jewish community that I'm speaking to on a regular basis is like, yo, this is kind of creating a lot of anti-Jewish sentiment. To your and, point? No. And, which ahead. is not the goal. So you can speak on Chris. Chris, Chris Moreau is Jewish. He said, come here, Chris. Get on the mic, Chris. It just creates division. What did it you creates say, animosity. Chris? It creates resentment instead of understanding, which is what we need. And again, I'm speaking for Chris Morrow, not for anybody else right now. But the ADL Soft. exists to, well, to be in the middle of situations like this. This is its job, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so on the scale. So you mean like, like mediator or what do you mean when you say? To, I don't want to say drum stuff up because Kyrie started it, but like. As an organization, it's there to kind of react to stuff like this. So, of course, they're going to come with the strongest reaction. I mean, they are the anti-defamation league. So. I'm just saying, in the big picture, did Kyrie make a mistake? Yes. Should he have just apologized and kept it moving? Yes. I, I get uncomfortable when I see this bullet point of list, and I especially get uncomfortable when I see money. Like, it feels, I don't want to say it's a shakedown, but it feels like, give us 500 grand. and uh, you Yeah, know, what does that do? They gave it back to him, though. They they said we don't want it when he decided not to apologize. Yeah, they gave it back to him. I guess I guess I, I agree with you, what you're saying. I was like, there's a better way to go about it. Now, he did some dumb shit. He didn't immediately apologize for it. He didn't at least try to have some understanding. And he like kind of stuck his foot down. So you're going to get resentment from the community you offended. Let's say that there's somebody who offended black people. And they're like, why don't you just apologize and condemn the thing you said? And he's like, I'm responsible for it, but I don't necessarily apologize. You're like, man, eh, fuck this guy. I understand the reaction. I mean, but out if he didn't have the understanding in the time that he made that this all happened Neither. so quickly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It happened so quickly. So when they initially asked him about it, he may have had a, a difference of opinion. Might have been after, feeling defensive. You know what I mean? He yeah. might have felt this way, but yeah, as a human being, though. I mean, but right, but he was being uh, he was being accosted in that regard. Like, hey, man, what do you think about this? Or yeah. it is this. And if I haven't even watched the documentary at that point, which I probably don't think that, I don't think that he had watched it fully at that point. And then, you know, you like, you know what, maybe let me go, let me go look at this shit because they seem to be pretty upset about <laughs> yeah. it. That's and it. then you go watch it and then you see, okay, they... They, they said in the document, I haven't seen it, but they said it was, you know, they denied the Holocaust. It's like, that's, I mean, we know yeah. that that occurred. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like even a 
no matter what your thought process is, you're like, okay, that, that's like somebody saying slavery didn't happen. You're like, all right, that's exactly. bullshit. That's, yeah. you know what that's I mean? the biggest deal. You know what I mean? Everything in there, that's the one thing. Yeah, so it's like, and You can the, see why course, they'd be so offended. Chris, you watched yeah, the whole you know thing, I mean? right? I watched like 20 minutes of it. it was, but also, too, man, you ain't going to get far uh, reposting documentaries that quote Hitler and Henry Ford, bro. It's barely a documentary. Well, I wouldn't. Man. It's, like, it's, it's, it's three hours. <laughs> I it's know, just but the it's, quality. It's, this is not like something that deserves all this kind of like debate and analysis. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He put something out there he shouldn't have put out there. He could have just walked it back. This would have been over a week ago. He wa- I think he wants to be the guy who he thinks is standing up for something. Yeah. I don't even think it's that serious. I really think he, I think the title is going into the conversation about the, the, who's the original Jewish people. And he feels like black people are Jewish people too. And he posted that because of the title from Hebrews and Negroes, wake up black America. It's like he, he wants to be part of a larger conversation. That's okay. I think, I think a lot of times what happens is when you do something for a living that is seemingly, and and we can fall into this. Some people feel is dumb, right? Like bouncing a basketball and shooting it might not be seemingly as important as, I don't know, give me a fucking, uh, give me a job that's like really important. Social activist. Social activist, exactly. Like, so then you go, you go, oh, what am I doing to make the world better? When the reality is, is like, there's no fucking rules to this. Like, you know, you know what it is, Schultz. What is that? Chico know what it is too. Everybody want to be Muhammad Ali. Yeah. If you're an athlete and you know, and especially in, in the times that we've been in over the past five Six years, everything from Black Lives Matter, watching what Colin Kaepernick did, everybody, everybody wants to be that kind of martyr. And you feel guilty that you're not doing enough. You're I making mean, all this money. Your community is still hurting. You're like, how can I help? And I'm tired of y'all everybody. I say, I say as black people, it's unfortunate that that's the only pl- platform that we've been given to even get to a mass enough scale to where we can impact our people that way. It's athletics and entertainment. Entertainment. You know what I mean? So but, <laughs> it's not that everybody wants to be Muhammad Ali. We only had Muhammad Ali. We haven't had anybody to go to that extent to where we can say, oh, well, I'd rather what be do you this mean? person. What do you mean by that? I mean, as far as the people who have been given the opportunity to be able to, you know, go to that level, as far as Muhammad Ali did, the, the stance that he took. The people who have made you mean, the change. The made the change. Oh, like, yeah, we like haven't Mar- been we given, have Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. I mean, but that's over Mega the years. Has been, I mean, I'm talking like about that. just in athletics. I'm talking athletics, about okay, okay. in athletics and entertainment. Well, no. Outside of that, we've, we haven't seen anybody do nah, what Muhammad Ali has done in that regard. Maybe, maybe, yeah, Ali might be the bar, but you definitely had, like, the Bill Russells of the world. I mean, yeah, but you they didn't I mean? give up their careers the way... That's true. Like, that's, that's true. when you say, you just said that that's everybody true. wants to be Muhammad Ali. That's true. In my mind, when you say that, that means that everybody, that somebody wants to be the person that's willing to sacrifice everything. He was willing to go to jail. That's right. yeah. He lost that's all right. his titles. That's right. He lost his money. He didn't fight for five and, years. And never switched the message. And he never, never made it about never, him. Never, never changed was like, none I'm, of that. I'm upset. I'm not boxing. You know what I mean? Y'all should boycott boxing. Never did none of that kept it on message yeah we kept it on message been given that example one time and it's not that you know that's wrong because who the fuck should have to give up their whole career to prove a point i think that's 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 somebody who's trying to prove a point yeah i mean because as soon as you do that you never know the risk you know the risk that comes with that i mean you know you you also know that it's a very rare chance of you getting in the position to be able to change your life your family's uh dynamic and you know we don't have a blueprint of success most of the time in our community Mm -hmm. so it's i think it's unfair that we as black people have to finally get one person that makes it and gives our family some some stability or be able to give back to the community and now it's like all right nigga give it all up to prove a point that's tough you know what i mean yo to what to what chico is saying is so true (laughs) that's why your circle is very important 
Yeah, but- because the reality of the situation is, like you said, if Kyrie want to have those thoughts, cool. But whoever he's getting that information from should say to him, "All right, though, we Yo, don't need you going public with this. Yeah, and then, know, we don't we don't need you taking these stances because we need you to be you because we know that you're making these hundreds of millions of dollars and you're putting it back where it needs to be right. in the black and community. When your Everybody so got a role. It's, it's you know what tough. I'm saying? Everybody got a role. Let people play their role. But that's and, yeah. That and, you make a really interesting point. Well, you both are making about the about the Ali situation like him not doing it for himself him not asking for any like punitive damages to the organization like him keeping it on task that's it kept, is, kept it on message and it's so rare that you have somebody it, okay this never happens in history that the <laughs> the most devastating fighter in the i mean we're not talking about mma at the time we're talking about boxing right so mm-hmm. at that moment in time People are like, if you're the best boxer, you're the most devastating human on the planet. Right. The most dangerous human on the planet is also the most charismatic human on the planet. It's unbelievable. Is also unbelievable. God gave him so an much. An activist that doesn't care about losing <laughs> God it. God gave him so much. And think about it. It's like God come, gave Ali so much. But bro. Yo, yo, but here's where I truly believe that he believes in God, because when you come from not a lot and then you get something you're holding on to it. You're like, I I can't lose. Are you kidding me? My family relies on me. All these people rely on me. What if I lose it? You got to have an otherworldly faith faith that this is destiny to go, all these people, don't worry, we're going to be fine. That is fucking rare, man. Yeah, and uh, you know, also to that point, now you know why people want to be connected to something. Because even if it's not you, it's your family. Like, if you stop working, there are people in your family, I imagine. Oh, don't imagine. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. No need Chico for imagination. Stop working. Cancel Christmas. Man, no need for imagination on that. Yes. So, so, so it's like, I feel that way too. It's like, it's bigger than us. So to, to stop working for a greater goal, knowing full well you're making these people potentially vulnerable, you got to have unbelievable faith. Yeah. And not only do you have to have unbelievable faith, the people who you're, talking about have to have unbelievable faith, faith in, in you you. Ooh. you understand and that's the harder Ooh. part to Ooh. establish you Ooh. know what i mean when you have to gain that level of trust with your people and say hey trust me that's right i'm, I'm moving this way and i guarantee you that everything is going to be okay that means that they are they trust you enough to know that whatever comes you're big enough and you're strong enough to be able to shield them from the whatever comes from your actions and your you know decision making so i think that's something that You know, like I said, in Kyrie's case, if he really feels himself to be in that mode, as you said, then I think that, you know, kudos to him if he takes that stance, because that's a that's a bold stance to take. I want want to go back to something you said, uh, Schultz, about, um, you know, the the animosity that is brewing. Right. Because nobody wants to see, you know, Kyrie go through this. There's two parts to that. Right. Y'all know me. I'm on record as saying you can't tell somebody how to react. You know what I'm saying? If you offend somebody, you do something to somebody. How they react is how they react. We can all say, man, you're going too far, but it's easy for us to say when we're not in that position. Because I know, man, I'll take that checklist any day for 19, 19 out of 20 times when it comes to these white supremacists. There's so many people that have offended black people over the years. I would love to see them have to go through, through this kind of checklist. So I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, man, I think that is too far. I'm never going to tell somebody how to react. But there is, I'm glad Nick Cannon and the CEO of the ADL, Jonathan Greenblatt, had a conversation because to me, that's where, you know, true healing begins between these two communities. 
if 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 the healing is needed and necessary. And the reason I say that is because it did feel like there was like this brewing. It still feels like that now between like Jews and blacks. That's right. That's right. And it's it, it's a lot of people starting. They they believe the rhetoric that they're hearing, you know, about about Jewish people. And so it's just like, yo, let's have the conversation before it gets too far. Because I sternly believe that we got more in common than we do differences. Mm. You know what I mean? And I I think it's going to start with those conversations. So it was just good to even see. I haven't seen the interview yet because I don't know if it's out yet. I just saw the clip that Nick put online right. and I reposted it. But from that two, three minute conversation, it looks like it's going to be productive. I, I agree. And I, I think that more conversations need to happen like that from both sides, because I think it needs to be a level of understanding of why black people are so frustrated in this country, because the things that happen to us happen to us here. You know what I mean? And and we haven't gotten any reparations, as they say, or, or, you know, there's been no reconciliation for the things that have happened to African-American people on this soil. You know what I'm saying? And we constantly are used as, you know, the the. The, you know, just an example to what needs to be done better, but we are never used as an example of what could be done better for us. That's right. You know what I mean? We, we never put up in the site like, hey, look what we did for to better improve this community. Everywhere you go in America, there's a Chinatown, there's a, you know, a, a Little Italy, there's a, you know, all of these different communities. We just have the ghetto. And like, we act, it. and Chico, we act like we don't be trying to model ourselves off the, after those communities. We have these conversations. I want to, man, we should be doing it like the Asians do it. We should be doing it like the Jewish people do it. We have these yeah, conversations. Yeah, we also are, are not given the, the opportunities to go in and utilize the system in the way that other people are able to utilize the are system. Are we not, No, we're not, because you got to understand how far back we are in regards to just look at something like financial literacy, right? Mm -hmm. If you're the first person in your family to actually come into some money with most other people, you have something that you can directly go to to help you understand that money that you've got. We don't we have to search for that as black people because we don't have anybody that looks like us, one, and that we're comfortable with because, you know, black people. We, we do now, though. I mean, now so we I, do. So I, I would agree with you maybe 10, 15 years ago. Right now, us, our generation, I don't think we have those. uh I feel Excuses. I feel that way. What do you mean? The exact thing that you described. Because you you didn't come from money. No, I, I mean I got very easy, incredibly privileged grow you know childhood but not, growing but up. You, not what you're doing now. You, no, your parents no. weren't doing what you're doing. No, now. no. And my parents were my parents owned a dance studio. They they taught partner dancing. It, you know, but my they made some really cool, awesome decisions. My mom was fucking great, but uh, but I I we they they were essentially financially illiterate. They never taught me about like stocks or any yeah. of these types of things. Like I didn't know about that kind of stuff. So. I'm so insecure when talking about that stuff. And I'm terrified when even talking to like business managers because I don't want to pretend that I don't know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, I don't want to be so vulnerable that I'm like, hey, do whatever you guys want. Right. So I have no, you know, so I'm asking my friends, my friends help me, but yeah. I relate to that. Like right. that is a generational thing. There are certain, my friends yeah. that like were investing when they're fucking teenagers. Right. And just yeah. what you said, you know, you said your, your dad and mom owned the dance studio. My mother was a custodian and a security guard and my father was dead. So yeah. you think about how many people fought that look like me, that come from where I come from, yeah. that that's their reality. So where do you start? Like, yeah. where do you even start? We yeah. have to, I'm creating the blueprint as I so go. So where did you start? That's why I hate comedians, yo. Why? Because comedians can take hard lefts and it's such a deadpan delivery. And you're like, what, the, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like my mom the was a custodian. The same thing I did do with it, nigga. <laughs> make it work. The fuck wrong with you? 
What are you supposed to do with it? Luckily for you, that wasn't the cause that caused that you. No, your daddy's here. Fighting the cowboy games and shit. Like, nigga, you didn't have that be your reality. You weren't supposed to do anything with it, nigga. Like, it was my job to do something with it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I had to make something of the reality. And I'm an example now that I can... I can utilize myself as an example for people who come from my no, background right. and go through what but I've been through to you be right. an example. I'm, like, so I'm curious, like, how do you, you start to make money? Like, one, how do you make sure that all your deals are right? Who are you, you going don't. to? Who are you talking you don't. about this? I mean, you, you, don't. you don't. You get, you get, you know, but you, you get blessed now. with people. Yeah, you get blessed with people like my manager over there. Like, she's a godsend for me because... She grew up in the industry. So she understands, she understands yeah, yeah. certain terminologies and lingos that I had no so there's trust there. knowledge. I, you have to establish trust. That's, so, it. So that's the biggest thing. That's lack of trust that you have to right. find. So this, is, so this is what's so interesting to me is that you have to establish trust and then imagine one of those people that you trust. Obviously, this would not happen with you, but screws you over. And multiple people that you trust screw you over. What do you do? You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep, keep going what, and learn lot, from that mistake. But what do a lot of people do? They make their circle incredibly tiny. Oh, I still do that. Only, yeah, me too. What I'm trying to do is describe what I think happened to Kyrie, which is everybody's out here trying to give you a deal. Everybody's trying to help you out. And all of a sudden, you're getting screwed over by one thing. You're not getting what you want over here. You're not giving the opportunity over there. And you're vulnerable to what's going on. Now, I think Kyrie came from decent background, right? Like, as far as I know, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know anything I, about I don't Kyrie know, I, except I don't know football. That. But I guess what I'm saying is I understand even personally, like the vulnerability I would feel if I put my trust in you in something that I'm telling you I don't fucking know about and then I find you took advantage of me? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trust nobody after that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Kyrie's just learning new information, man. He's trying to he's trying to find a knowledge yourself. I'm trying to have that's what I think. for the guy believing the fucking earth is flat and for, you know, believing these documentaries. I I'm have, doing my listen, best to like... I love all my flat earth friends, okay? <laughs> you just have a debate about the earth being flat and keep moving. I'm not trying to convince nobody. I don't know what the earth is. And that's the this is the biggest thing that nobody ever wants to say. I don't fucking know. No, that's a that's my favorite thing to say is I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have I no know, clue bro. because I I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Not. I know. How do you know? I know. How do you know? It's round. How do you know anything? I know it's How round. Do, think about the reality of that. Yeah. How the most of the information that you have yeah. comes from somebody else who got the information and reciprocated yeah. it to the world. Yeah. So how do you ever really know anything? Is it round like a ball or round like um, the, stop. He the head of stop. this stop. bottle? Stop. Stop. I was going to say the head of this bottle, right. Chico. Because you know <laughs> what you, do you, mean? you man, <laughs> you, bro, <laughs> need to stop <laughs> with the bullshit, man. It's round Nobody, like that. That's another I was going to say the head of the bottle, You know Chico. another thing that most people never do? <laughs> this is tell a you to fucking stop, man. You just did <laughs> niggas come sit beside you and just let you just say all of this just outlandishly pause worthy <laughs> shit and don't say nothing this is ridiculous Yo, I am a pause earther no. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, man. It's nonstop, Chuck. Man, look what you made his Hans Landa do. You made it go full. You made his shit go shit. full German right there, man. It's ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> flip it back. Oh, flip my it back. God. Oh, my flip God. Back, what the fuck Jeez. was that, Sean? I don't know, bro. You are going to make so many conspiracy theories come. I got to put They're going to put horns on that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Flip it back, man. Jumping my guys out.
Oh Dude, man, that was crazy though. But we do we don't pause here. We fast forward. Chico. No, listen, that's right. We fast forward because <laughs> when you pause, you want to see. When you pause, you're like, yeah, keep it right there. Keep exactly. Right you pause because you stop right there. We're trying to get to the next. The one. fact that I know that you have oh, had an in depth conversation about that point right there is <laughs> yeah. the problem. Wait, what are you like, describing with this? This you. <laughs> the field of, this is this is what I mean. This is exactly what I mean. This is oh. the point. That I make it. Oh, Y'all do this god. shit all the time. You know what? Oh my god! Whoever's man. constructing this studio, let's just stop and keep it here. Oh <laughs> man! Because we don't need. I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see oh, my guys man. on a list like this. Like it's coming. You think so? Uh, well, uh, nah. I mean, I think, I think I, you might be. Well, Schultz is white, so it's different. Yeah, I think like, this he podcast, has. A, he has a. I'm allowed to be a, more gay. He has. The, yes. Yeah. You are. Dude, white people are more gay. Yes, that you are. I mean, you are definitely allowed to. You. What do they say? The complexion for protection. You, no, it's not. You it's working your way for the towards erection, that, Chico. You working your way erection. towards having that complexion. You going through the process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, you've become You're, more yeah, gay. Now that you got light black. skin, bro. Yeah, you man. have become more gay. I've been gay. You know what you are, what? I've been gay like the ointment. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, nah, son. Been gay like the ointment? You know what you are. It is. 21 Savage said that shit, It is, but I just realized that. Been gay like the ointment? You are. You are trans dark skin. That is fast fast. Facts, I'm offended. <laughs> you should be, but yeah. I'm just saying there's different levels of of of, of things Man, that'd that be happen funny over here. Trans Dawson people be protesting outside Chico show. Yeah. <laughs> listen, that please. Might happen. Oh man, let's pay some bills. Moral of the story is, man. Um, we just gotta fix this shit, man. More conversations between everybody. Yes, more conversations. More conversations, especially uh, black people and Jewish people. Let's do it. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with beautiful websites, engage your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, and even more. If you have a business, you need a place for it on the internet. That is where people are consuming products right now, and they can consume you if you have a page made by Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy for creators to monetize their content and expertise in a way that fits their brand. They got member areas. You can unlock a new revenue stream for your business, free up time in your schedule by selling access to gated content like videos, online courses, and newsletters, create pro-level videos effortlessly. The Squarespace Video Studio app helps you make and share engaging videos to tell your story, grow your audience, and drive sales. Stand out in any inbox with Squarespace email campaigns. Collect email subscribers and convert them into loyal customers. Start with an email template and customize it by applying your brand ingredients like site colors and logo. Built-in analytics measure the impact of every send. Use those analytics and insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com slash idiot for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code idiot to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash idiot with the offer code idiot for 10% off your first purchase. Now let's get back to the show. Church announcements. Uh, what we got, Schultz? Um, uh, nothing. To be honest, I don't believe you. I don't. I don't. Nothing. Nothing going on. Nothing really. What's right. going on? What's going on today? I don't know. Oh, I got a big uh, announcement. Um, uh, Israel Adesanya is fighting this weekend. Stylebender is at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, this Izzy, weekend. man, Izzy, Izzy. Izzy, Izzy. So make sure if you don't already have tickets for that, go do that. I love the fact that when one that's my boy, he's also my favorite fighter. So to have him in my city. You know, I want to make sure that this is an absolutely amazing event. Salute to Izzy. My um, boy, Dr. Red, loves Izzy because he's a big UFC MMA guy. 
Who? Uh, my boy, his name is Red. Oh, yeah. He loves it. He was. He literally asked me that Monday, is Izzy coming this week? I'm like, Izzy? Because I forgot. And yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, he's after he week. whoops his guy's ass, you should definitely have him on, man. I'd, I'd love to have but him But now, Izzy's the man. Make sure you watch this fight. And he fights in, I think, the most entertaining style, especially for MMA, if you're not as familiar with all the grappling stuff. So his background is kickboxing, Muay Thai. So it's tons of striking. He's going up against a guy who's also a prolific striker. And it's just going to be an amazing card. Go out there, get it, support him. He's a fucking great dude. Chico, got any church announcements? Shows? Yeah, plenty of them, man. I'm at the Foxwoods Casino coming up, man. Hey. Um, and then the uh, Wilbur Theater. Uh, not this weekend, next weekend. Okay. Uh, the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, I'm at the Wilbur Theater That's in Boston. I'm theater. excited about that, too, because I've never done Boston uh, by myself before. Every time I went, it was, you know, either with Wild and Out or we did the 85 up there. But, you know, Boston to me is, uh, you know, a mecca of comedy. It's Absolutely. so many so many greats that came out of Boston. So, you know, I'm just excited to go on up there and work. And of course, you know, we got the 85, we in Milwaukee, Thursday, Chicago, Saturday. Where are uh, you guys over there? I mean, I, it, I just uh, love in Chicago. you guys do these. You're uh, doing yeah, we in the Wintrust. The Wintrust, uh, yeah, we had the Wintrust okay, Arena. Podcast. Dude, it's yeah, so motivational. You know, um, um, we got that coming up. And then, uh, you know, I got a New Year's show that I'm excited about with D-Ray in Chicago, another one in Chicago. Oh, that's big, oh, that's Eric, Eric Crown, right? Eric yeah. Crown Theater, man. So, um, you know, we got a bunch of stuff coming up. We got something special with the 85 in, in Atlanta in December as well. So, wow. you know, uh, check out the show 85 show, uh, uh, 85 South show live, man. That thing smoking, what you man. guys do is, is, is incredibly unique for mm. a live show. Right. Uh, I mean, there are components of it that I don't think you see anybody else doing. Yeah, or have ever done in that regard, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just being able to get on stage and, you know, have three people who individually do the same thing, yeah. but mm -hmm. share the spotlight in that regard. Riff, like, chemistry, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. Music, music, improv, it's, it's, and music. It's really like... Incorporation of other artists, you know what I mean? All different types of stuff. So, and the crowd. Know? Yeah, in the crowd. For I sure. love to see you guys work in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's like... That's, you, one, that's uh, one of the most really impressive great. things because, like, the bigger the crowd get, it still feels like y'all make it seem intimate. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how the fuck y'all do that. Dude, I mean, I, just I, because it's, you know, people are intimately involved with the, you know, just the whole product. And you have all different <laughs> types of people who are there that are there to specifically feel like they're part, part of, of the show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest draws to us is that yeah. we, you know, utilize the fact that we're on stage with each other. We talk shit about each other. We join on each other. We yeah. have fun. We talk about everything. So when you come, you're a part of, like yep. you're coming in here to separate yourself from everything that's going on outside and you come in here and you're free to do and say whatever you want to do and say why you're here with us. And then it just creates a, a great experience. There's a, uh, I mean, like when I was, when I was growing up, I mean, I'm probably, I might be a little older than you, mm -hmm. but uh, I remember seeing the Kings of Comedy in the movie theater when right. it first came out. Right. And uh, we were fucking dying laughing. This is before, I was probably too young to have a real idea of like what stand-up exactly was. Mm -hmm. And I thought in that moment, I was like, these guys are just making everything up on the spot. Mm -hmm. And that was the expectation <laughs> that, I, that I had for myself. I was like, I have to be this funny. These guys yeah. can be this funny, just kind of riffing. And I think that every generation has like their kings, especially in each like circuit that exists in comedy. Right. And I mean, I've told you guys this before individually, but like, I think you guys are our generation's kings, man. Like, oh, uh, well, that's, that's a compliment, man. And then, you know, because it's, it's true. I He's, look at it like, imagine if the Kings of Comedy would have done that. And then at the end of the show, they all they came, all back came out, out together and did yeah, it. That's yeah, a whole yeah, nother yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's the element that we've incorporated, but, but they, they kind of did that a little but, bit. But though. there were moments in the Kings. There were moments where they were playing cards. Like, that's something to see. And I think that's something that you know we utilize but you're right you know you do have each generation has their kings and I, and I that's crazy that you say you watched 
them and thought that you had to be that funny. Like, cause that's how I didn't know I wanted to be a comedian or I was going to be one, but I grew up, you know, in DC watching earthquake. Like yep. that was my Ooh, person, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that I watched and I'm thinking that he making all this shit up right, right there. And you know, I'm yeah, like, that yeah. is, this is how Not funny Donnell Rollins. Be. Donnell Rollins was no influence to you. I mean, later, <laughs> why do you constantly throw Donnell Rollins? <laughs> like, Donnell, what did he do to you, goat, bro? Man. Donnell, like, God, you fuck amazing. with Donnell. You're Donnell, my guy. Amazing. But I'm going to tell a story about Donnell. Donnell hit me with the Hollywood shit one time. No. True story. So we shot a show called Guy Court together, right? Yeah, I remember Guy Court. You remember Guy yeah, Court? He judge, yeah, he was a judge. He was a judge on Guy Court. So I'm out in L.A. And when I'm out in L.A., I walk up. I'm like, man, what's up with you, bro? He like, and walk off. I'm like, damn, Slim, you don't, you don't remember me? Then he see me talking to somebody else that came back. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad, wow. bro. I, was, I, was, I thought know. you were somebody else. Wow. But ever since then, every time I see him, I always remind him of that. Same thing with DJ. You Henry, told me man. that. That's why I give him hell all the time. No, that's, that's not that's the, reason the reason why you give him hell all the time. You just give him hell all the time because you like to give hell. Envy never remembers me. Like this <laughs> yeah, nigga. What are you talking Envy about? Envy never man? remembers me, man. Every time I see Envy, like, what's your name again, bro? Yeah. Hey, man, yeah, good luck in your career, bro. I appreciate you. you know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I see him. Well, I'm excited to come see y'all at the bar and talk some shit, man, because this nigga, I'm going to see if he remember me tomorrow when I'm by myself. That's right. Uh, uh, my church announcement simple. Uh, make sure you pick up Summer 85. Chris Moreau is here. Uh, Summer of 85 is the latest project for me and Kevin Hart's uh, SBH Productions at Audible tells the story of the bombing of the MOVE organization in Philadelphia and, you know, uh, the Live Aid concert that happened that summer in Philadelphia. Make sure you go grab that. Thank you to everybody who's already grabbed it. And hell of a week. New episode this Thursday, 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. This week we got uh, Ida Rodriguez, my man Neil Brennan, and uh, D.L. Hughley is our one-on-one conversation. Oh, that, that's a uh, an announcement. What? What is it called? Church announcement. Neil Brennan's got a new special on Netflix right yes. now. Everybody go check out Blocks on Netflix. I've seen it. It's fucking hilarious. And uh, I think you guys will really enjoy man, it. And Neil funny as fuck. He's yeah. great. And yeah, he's, he's been funny. Great. Neil yeah. been funny since oh, that. Three yeah. Mics is one of my favorite comedy oh, specials. I still haven't seen anybody do what he did on Three Mics because Three Mics was his tweets, yeah. things he tells his therapist, and yeah. then just jokes jokes yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit is great man, i haven't seen blockchain him, him and Chappelle Watch. made a great partnership they did some dope shit oh, they really man, did that's an understatement. all the way understatement. all the way i made some amazing shit together man once you know again man? black man white man yeah. yeah i don't think neil's jewish right Neil's not jewish is he no yeah black but i'm just saying still listen Jesus. nobody's perfect bro <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> this guy is so legendary. But no, black man, white man come together, make yes. something great. Yeah. I think that we are fucking keeping ourselves from making dope shit because it feels like all of us are getting so goddamn tribal. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with being tribal with your tribe, having your people, but don't, man, just don't insulate yourself from like being able to build with other folks. Don't just assume you know what somebody else is on. Absolutely. Yeah, I you know? agree with that. I mean, I think that you can, you know, you can make magic with anybody who makes magic. You yes, know what I mean? You just right. got to be able to understand, you know, whatever your strength is and my strength is, let's come together and, and make it work. So I'm all, I love all people because it's, you know, it don't matter what the race of the person is. It's, it's white people that's cool. You know, it's black people that I wouldn't, nigga, fuck away from me. You know that's what I right. mean? So it just depends on who it is and, how you treat people, you know what I mean? The yeah. content of your character, as they say, that's the most important aspect. Let's um, let's run through some headlines, man. Uh, this was some bullshit. What's that? What's that? People mad at LeBron for saying the incorrect year. LeBron was 
at a press conference. Play, we can play the clip here. Yeah, too. leave the guy alone, bro. I've been listening to those guys for so long. I was listening to those guys when I my first year with the Heat in 2010. And you can ask any one of my teammates back then. They had no idea who the Migos was. They were, like, cursing me out when I would play it throughout the weight room or play it throughout the locker room. I was like, I'm telling you, these guys are next. I'm letting you know right now these days, like, turn this off. I'm like, I want to hear this. LeBron has been in the league for almost 20 years. I get years wrong all the time. I'd be like, yo, but I was that, 30, nah. 31. It's a year In defense off. of LeBron, like, that's LeBron James. Yeah. In 2010, he was LeBron James. Like, for example, I've been listening to Drake since 2005, six. Yeah. Because I watched Degrassi. You know what I mean? And I seen, I was like, oh, that's the nigga from Degrassi rapping. Let me see what he was rapping about. Yeah. Because the world hasn't come into it, that doesn't mean that he he's oh, LeBron he James. Early. He he's LeBron. Like, do you know if I'm going to hand my well, the CD Migos to anybody? The Migos, though. It don't matter. You know what I mean? He could have oh, been listening to whoever they were yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you go to it, you know, he LeBron, he go to Atlanta. When he go to Atlanta, whoever the guy is, if they have access to him, hey, man, these my new young boys, check them out. I heard Migos in 2011. Migos' first mixtape came out like around 2011. It was the Jug, the Jug mixtape. Right. And that's the first time I heard Migos. But either way, it's like he was off by a year. Even, even Let's just say he did what Chico's right and he got some music early. But yeah. let's just say he just was off by a year. Y'all crucifying LeBron for that? Well, no, nah, these these people just hate LeBron. They and... ready for LeBron to retire, bro? You, yeah. you know what they say? They say you you either uh, die a hero or, or live, live long, long enough, enough to lose to your hairline and be a villain. They ain't never said that part. <laughs> what? They ain't never said the hairline part. You disrespectful of the motherfucker. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you yeah, you got your way. I don't way have one either, Chico. Yeah, yeah, well, I do a little bit now, so I know that that's <laughs> what you was just it? doing. Of course, it? man, you see my shit. Oh shit! Did you get? No, you, no. This, really? No, if I would have got that, I'd have be a motherfucking model right now. You, <laughs> you, you ever thought about I it? I hope my shit don't never grow back. God wouldn't do that to me. He would wouldn't you? Be, you ever thought you? about it? No, I couldn't do it. I thought Wait, about why? it. Why? Why? I, I, I started the process. You did? The PRP shit, but that shit hurt too bad. No, I couldn't do it. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, PRP. They, 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 they draw your blood. Rich. Yeah. What? It's like platelet rich. I don't know. Salute to Dr. Natasha Sandy. Uh, she just be experimenting on me, and she, she plasma, she, play plasma, play there you go. rich th plasma. Yeah, so she draw your blood, and then they draw your blood, and then they like shoot it back into the spots in your head that's bald. Yeah, that shit hurt too bad though, bro. Getting fucking shots in your head, I couldn't go through it. That shit. Oh no, nah, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not getting no shots in my head. My shit already swollen enough. But what I'm saying is, I could <laughs> never, <laughs> I could never cheat. Whoa, 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 bro. Yeah, hey, hey, dude. I ain't hey. hear the whoa in that. Yeah, I mean, whoa. I ain't hear that. I, ain't hear I that. mean, I have a swollen, I have a big head. Pause. Do you say it was throbbing? I did not. <laughs> That's what you heard. That's that man what you is Robin. That's what you heard. Batman is Robin. The fact that his mind works That's that crazy, quick on shit bro. like that. How you, you didn't see say how that quick before? His mind works so quick on that type God, of shit. He be waiting on it, man. That it's was crazy. crazy. You know what I mean? This that dude is Robin. Who's the super villain though, bro? The poker. <laughs> Batman's with the poker. 
this nigga. This Somebody really, definitely about to make that yeah, online. This man, uh, we, man throbbing we, in the we are gonna make it. Yeah, online. this man oh, right here, man. Oh my goodness. But yeah, get off LeBron, man. Y'all just ready for Bron to retire, man. It happens though. He's been around for a long time. You think he should retire? No. Nah. He nah. said he's waiting on his son, but I don't. You know, yeah, I, I think he should play as long as he can. You yeah. know what I mean? Keep yeah. keep stretching the legacy out, man. Don't let anybody else project they, it, they, the ability not to be able to do that great shit on you. Keep playing. Nigga. If Tom Brady's still playing, he's 45. You keep doing it for us. Do it on our side. And rest in peace to take off, too. Man, you know what's it's crazy? It's like the Migos been around for the past pff, 11, 11, years, 11 years, right? And it's like, we all knew they were like the best group of the generation, even though it wasn't a lot of hip hop groups. You right. know what I mean? But what they did, the rap, they they did change rap, right? Like in a lot of ways. Like without, I ain't going to say change, but they bought back. They bought a, a different sound because, you know, that sound of, of rap really comes out of Memphis. Yes, 3-6, that, that that's right. Three six that's right. and that, that right. you know, this that style of rap. But they took it to another level. They yes. made it mainstream and brought it back to a younger generation who probably had never heard 3-6 before. That's right. So, yeah, they definitely changed the sound of rap and Takeoff well, was explain incredible. Explain that to me. For someone who it's doesn't a really understand. It's a, it's a name so, for it. I can't it's, remember the name the, of it. Uh, like, I can't remember the name, the exact name of it, but it's a, a style of, you know, the sitting in the city, pretending the four, six in the ten. You know what I mean? Lower infamous from the 3-6 Mafia, a bunch of people from Memphis, they created that style, that specific style of rap. And they but, brought it back. And then the Migos came, you know what I mean, and, and took it to uh, a whole nother level. I didn't know that. But yeah. what, what bugs me out about this is like, why do we always got to wait till somebody died to say they're the greatest? Now all of a sudden they're like, oh, the Migos is the most legendary group and Takeoff was the best lyricist from the Migos. I'm like, I mean, like, I just why? think that, that that happens, especially in our community. I mean, I say this all the time. I don't think Martin Luther King would have a street in America if he was still alive. Mm. Damn. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the reason why Jesse Jackson doesn't have one is because he's still alive. Damn. I think it's just easier for you to get flowers, as they say, when, when, you're you're, when you're not here to be able to walk up on somebody and make them feel less than because you got them. As crazy as that may sound. We put value on scarcity. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and there's Ooh. nothing more scarce than being gone. Than being gone, right, yeah. exactly. So I think that that's just what it is. I think death is so final that it's easy for me to give you everything that you, because, you know, like you said, when you're living, you might fuck up the legacy. Yeah, yeah, And when yeah, you're yeah. gone, it's over with now. Whatever you do, when you pass away, whatever it is you did, it's done. So, you know, everybody that's still walking around, they have the ability to be able to do some shit to scale their legacy back. Because think about it, you know, uh, if, if God forbid, I don't want to wish death on nobody like, you know, you be doing the motherfuckers and shit. But, uh, I ain't never wished death on yes, nobody. You did, yes, yes, that was nasty. That bro. was nasty. I've never wished death on nobody. Nasty, I don't even play nasty. with them. That was nasty. No way. That was man. nasty. Yeah, you bro. play with the poker. But, uh, uh <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, like figuratively speaking, let's say if, you know, uh, somebody you know, goes. R. Kelly would have died in the 1999. Oh, wow. He would have been considered hero. to be the hero, the greatest. Yeah. yeah but yeah, now yeah. that he's lived long enough to fuck his legacy up, yeah. then, you know, I think that's why you don't, you don't see people get their flowers until they die in the way that they do when they die. And I hate seeing them young brothers go so young, man. Mm. Yeah, that, that like, shit sucks. I mean, I, coming from a community with, you know, I've lost a lot of, friends and family to violence man that to know that you know the from the story that we have heard i don't know what actually happened but to know that he was just not there, even part of it you know what i mean yeah. he was just there but you know the thing about death that i that i understand and dealing with it so much is it's guaranteed to all of us so right. we don't get to pick how we come or how we go so i just think that we need to it's unfortunate in the way that he went out is 
I think that we need to start having a better relationship with death because death is a problem for the living. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's a living issue. Mm. Like the 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 dead people who are the people who are dead don't have no more issues. So I think we need to start learning how to have a better relationship with it while we're That's still here. That's a hard thing, man. My man Ryan Holiday gave me this coin and the coin literally says you are going to die. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, yo, you should carry this with you and look at it because it helps you to appreciate yeah, I got a every single moment. Tattoo, memento mori amorfati. It's a, it's a stoic uh, mantra that says, remember death, love your fate, which means understand that it's inevitable. It's right, the right, most right. guaranteed is, is, is for everybody to have, everybody is going to die one day. So you have to love the fact that that's your reality and live in it and enjoy every moment that you have. I need 99, bro. Let me ride out the 99. I want to see this shit play out, bro. Hell yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I want to sure. live out. long too. You know what I mean? I, I would, I, you know, and the thing is, it's just like the fact that we don't get to choose that fate. Like, and I always ask people, if you knew the day that you were going to die, how would you live? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or, you know, just in regards to money and, and how much emphasis we put on having money. Like if I said, Hey man, I got a billion, I got that $1.9 billion for you in the jackpot that's coming, but you die tomorrow. Would you take it? You don't want it. But if I, if you had the 1.9 and they told you you'll die tomorrow, but it costs 1.9 to save your life. How quick would you give it up? Mm. I give him a billy. I mean, well, you gonna I die? That point, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, nah, you you gotta take the whole thing. That's yeah, not that's, the offer. that's not the offer, motherfucker. Like, you can't negotiate. No, you can't, you can't negotiate. It's, it's, it's the nigga that touched Uncle Charles' forehead standing in front of you. Like, <laughs> that's who you. <laughs> that's who you talking to, and that's the deal, G. You probably get mad that I even offered you. Oh, you want to negotiate? <laughs> Bow, you out of here. Black eyes, you done. You know what I mean? Oh man, and you know what I was thinking? So I was like, damn. Take off Justin Bieber to perform at Take Off's funeral is that real? I don't believe that's real. Yeah. Oh, he might he might sing a ballad or something. I can see that. But if if Take Off was twenty eight, I'm like, I've been interviewing them guys since they were 16. 17, 18, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like you know they've been man. coming to Breakfast Club since like twenty. Wow. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Twenty thirteen. Wow. Like we got Migos interviews don't we never put out. Really? Yeah, because they were they were they were so young and they just weren't good. It wouldn't have put them in a. Like a good, good light. light, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I'm glad that y'all do that. Like, I always yeah. wondered if that happened. Like, oh, if y'all had interviews yeah. that you can. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Hell I didn't yeah. know if that was the, the case. I'm still sitting on a Paul Mooney interview right now that we never put out God Bless the Dead. Why is that? Was Paul it? was in there wilding. And then listen, now this was, you think we're now mind crazy, this is when I didn't even have good sense. Yeah. And I have been to plenty of Paul Mooney shows. So if I was in on making the decision not to put it out, then he must have been, been really wild. And I keep saying to myself, I need to go back and listen to that interview and see what he was saying. That made you not, yeah. that made you like yeah, put an interview yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You have said yeah. some of the most outlandish shit on the microphone ever said, never man. Happened. Uh, yeah. Nah, you do say that was shit. That never happened. That shit you were talking about Batman before was crazy. What? <laughs> you did. You always bring up gay shit for no man, fucking reason, shut up, bro. man. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? Shut for up, real. Man. What Listen. was that shit? Who would you say was the best villain again? The Diddler or whatever? The Diddler. <laughs> <laughs> the Diddler. <laughs> Diddler. <laughs> oh, yo. Two-Face would be wild for a threesome, right? Yo, it would. <laughs> imagine, imagine getting head from Two-Face. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, turn to the left, yo. Like turn to the right, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Elon Musk on, says Twitter Come will on. permanently. Come on, Chico. Nah, 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 time out, man. Come on, Chico. Do you see what you're doing to your people in here, man? The fact that but they need money fun. bad enough to have to sit in here <laughs> and listen to this shit every week. My nigga, the knowledge. Listen, there are other options for y'all, my nigga. Oh, at my, I don't even know what y'all do, but my, as soon as y'all start talking, this nigga's like, again, these fucking guys here. Man, this, this shit is, I, hey, man, oh, Dominican, man. Puerto Rican man. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. You don't have to listen to this shit all the time, man. These two motherfuckers, no, something just, wrong with them. It's just fun, bro. It's, like, it's no, not fun. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't know is that the 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 comic book characters are homosexual. Yeah. Like, that's the initial idea behind this. Really? Iron Man? Oh. Word, Word up. Word. You guys have developed this. No, nah, this is true. It's just some of them are. Oh, uh, who did you ask? Who'd Stan ask? Lee, bro. The, Stan Lee the, told you. The, the the whitest Asian ever, bro. No, yeah, the, the Stan Lee told you that all the comic book characters <laughs> are based on homosexuals. Are based on homosexuals. Yes, based on X-Men, bro. I used to be a man now. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I can't believe you didn't notice. I'm just saying this. It's a it's an allegory for the LGBTQ I'm shocked you didn't community. Notice, yeah, yeah. I, I think y'all the only two that do. Think know. about it, Beast. You know what I mean? The whole key. It is weird. Though. No, you know what's so funny? You could literally put. <laughs> I'm just listen. Saying. You could put Dick after so many of their names, and then what? Happened? And it'll be like, like Iron Dick, right? Yep. The Incredible Dick, the Mighty Dick. You know what I'm saying? Captain Dick. Black Dick. Come on, Chico. Super Dick. Hey, my One nigga. Dick. Hey, 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 my hey. nigga. Hey, yo. Let me tell you something. What camera am I on? Which camera am I on? You are now Which, right? what camera you on? Let me right tell you now. something, America. Let me tell you something, America. This is not me. I'm not here. This never happened. This never happened. This is a representative of me. I'm not sitting right here with these two motherfuckers right now because they don't understand that this is this is this is ridiculous, oh, man. man. It's ridiculous. Let's do some asking idiots, Taylor, man. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, get up out of here, man. Salute to Elon Musk, though. Elon Musk out here. I don't even. I mean, listen. I don't even think ninety percent of what's happening on Twitter is real right now. Nobody man. cares about Twitter. Bro. I think that. Elon got on Twitter, and I think that a lot of this shit is botched. I'm not saying that, you know, people aren't on there being racist and being anti-Semitic, but I don't think it's as crazy as they're trying to make it out to be. Like, I just, I really think a lot of this shit is botched because it's people. He said it's actually less. I, I think I, it's, I think that what I think is happening on Twitter, because, you know, you got black Twitter and then yeah. you got, you know, we just tune in the black Twitter. Yeah, but yeah. The, if, if, if there's a black Twitter, then there also has to be a white Twitter. A white Twitter. Yeah. And, and I just think that now, for some reason, those lines have got crossed and that, you know, it's just like if you are uh, a liberal and you turn on Fox News, you have no idea that they're talking about yeah, these people yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah, had yeah, no clue. Yeah, like this, the shit this they like. I do that. Day, I do that all the time. Like I just yeah. watch Fox News when I I'm at the, it's just fire, to bro. see it's so the conversation is on the other side. And the when time. you go on the other side of Twitter, the same way that we're hilarious on black Twitter, if you go to white Twitter and you look at some of these tweets, some of this shit is brilliantly racist. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, man, oh my God, you can't even be mad at that because yeah, it's so far. Yeah. That it's yeah. just what it is. So I think that now that he got it for some reason, it's, I don't know, maybe he opened up the, the, the gate that was blocking. I think some of his bots, Chico. I think we forget Cointel Pro is real sometime and like, like they want to keep us 
arguing. They want to keep us. That's how they keep us on these sites for mad long. You be on there fighting with motherfuckers for 12 hours. I refuse. I'm ain't not. No I, don't, I ain't been on I Twitter refuse. in four years. I refuse. Wow. They got a new uh, app out now. What is it called? Macedon. Uh, it's uh, it's like Twitter. But really? it's, uh, yeah, a lot of people are gravitating towards that now. Macedon. Man, I don't, I'm, I'm not doing no new ones. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a new I'm, one. I'm, I'm 44 I can't, years I can't, old. I'm I can't. You know, I, I'm lucky in the regard that my social media you know, my consumption of social media never overtook the shit that I wanted to do prior to social media coming out. So now that Ooh. I've gotten to a, a point of success to where I can do things, I'm now still in, you know, enthralled in the shit that I wanted to do when I when social media didn't exist. So, mm. I, you know, I get lucky in that regard that I don't, you know, my information is not so, you know, I don't think anything wrong with it personally, but I just still like to, you know, like I still sometimes go to the place that the bill that I'm paying, I still go to the electric company and pay my bill. Really? You know what I mean? Like, I still do that. Like, it's just because I remember when not having the ability to do that was something that I always look forward to. Like, man, one day I'm going to walk in here yeah. and pay this motherfucker for the whole year. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to see my face. And it's just like, I think that to you curb social media. You got a very conservative media, Instagram. It's you know like, what I mean? You show yeah, your nah, fits, I just, that's, that's your, it. Your that's daughter, that's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. Because it's like, you know, real life is still real life to me. And I just don't ever want to, I feel like if you give too much of yourself to any social platform. Once that social platform goes, you go with it. You go, I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to die with it. So I think that, uh, you know, outside will always be outside. So still try to find ways to, you know, utilize the social media, but make sure you're utilizing it in ways where it doesn't affect you going outside. Um, Cher is uh, dating somebody that's 40 years younger than her. I don't see what the problem is with this, man. I mean, it's just one of those double standard things because, you know, I saw a meme that said uh, it was like an old, old ass fat white man with a young model looking chick. And it said to uh, to women, it said, if you uh, if you want to show your daughters why they should study, show them this picture. And then it said for men, if you want to show your sons why they should study, show them this picture. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. It's rare that you see it in reverse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Study. The same thing. It's just like I think we rarely see it in this regard. So I think that's why they say it. They saying it because you rarely see an old woman with money publicly go out and, you know, right, look man. for a young man. So oh, that brother. What's his that name, brother. man? Yes. Yeah, Is his name Alexander? Yeah. Salute to Alexander, man. Alexander out here getting super freaky grandma lit. Leaving oh, okay. it in, too. You, just you know the trick man. she probably knows. She been fucking since, like, the 50s. Oh, and, yeah. And she tricking but, heavy. Oh, man. I know yeah. she what? tricking Oh, heavy. my God. Share Go buy probably, yourself a new Phantom, baby. Share yeah. probably oh, know how okay. to do some shit that was popular when the WAP was new. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, but to, that, to that point, I don't know if she still got the athletic ability to pull a lot of yeah, it off. You don't need it. Lay down. <laughs> lay down, lay down. That's all. Let super that. freaky grandma take it from here. <laughs> lay down, baby. I'm gonna lock that door when I'm done. Lay down. Uh, what else we got, Taylor? Oh, now, 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 now. What? This is some shit I want to see. Uh -oh. What's that? Kodak Black versus Twenty One Savage. Let me tell you something. I in love what? Kodak in a versus. Oh. I love Kodak Black and I love Twenty One Savage. Those are two of my favorite rappers of this new generation. Oh yeah, that is one I want to see because Twenty One Savage said nobody that was on the freshman cover with him can beat him in a versus. Well, I can't nobody from that versus class beat me. I mean that that freshman cover beat me in a versus. Mm. Nobody. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Yes, a whole little dicky. Kodak. Kodak, the best, the only best designer. Competition. Kodak, the only one that could really. Man, they playing. 
Yeah, what was the last one? Yeah, so, oh, 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 oh. So, 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 so you could beat Lil Uzi? Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, Kodak Black, Denzel Curry, G Herbo, Dave East, Lil Dicky Designer, and Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack? Well, that, that don't count. Come on. I mean, that's what I was about to say. Do yeah, we not count Anna's impact? Yeah, 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 that, no, 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 you know no, what I mean? No, no, Please no. the door open. You lose. No, yeah, we not. You lose. He bring out Bruno Mars. Yeah, but, we not doing that. So, I mean, I, I mean, hey, Black Uzi versus too. Twenty one. That was an too. amazing year. Uzi is. I think Uzi's a different type too. I don't nah, think Uzi. Uzi got them. Uzi got. You think Uzi and Twenty One would be a good versus? Yeah, it's Uzi like versus anybody. Uzi, man, niggas out for some reason. And G Herbo too. G Herbo is. Man, everybody shake their head. I love Herbo. You That's my got, guy. Y'all got, like, you got to look at the verses, the way that it worked. You see what Kiss did on the verses? Yeah. Herbo could do that. Herbo got verse, man, got, no, a couple niggas that's down the ride for a homicide when it's drama time. Run up on a nigga with them llamas flying, hey. leave his loved ones all traumatized. Hey. 150, I'm really with it. I drop his ass in, then forget it. I'm the man around my side of town, might see a bitch and forget I hit it. Hey. Lil Baby on the track with me, more mistake, and he clapped 50. When I hit the scene, hoes going insane, cause they know a nigga got them racks with me. No Velcro, but the strap with me. Let a nigga wanna act silly. I'ma let it off and then leave him there. Ride off and don't even care, hey. bitch. I cash out till I pass out. Got a couple trues I don't even wear. In the game, bitch, I do my thing, ho, scream my name, I ain't even there. Lord Herb, boy, I do's this, Lee, a bitch wetter than a pool pit. And I make bands like I make brands, but some Ray bands or some cool shit. Hey. But now it's back to some killer shit. Got some wild hoes that'll drill a bitch. Yeah, it's no limit, 30 years running, 30 years gunning, and we still a shit. I never run because I stay and fight. I cook a nigga like steak and rice, hey. and it's hella real in the battlefield. Gang bang, gotta pay the price. Hit a nigga with the 45th, better make his ass do 40 flips. MOB, I don't love a hoe, I'ma be this way till I'm 46. Matter of fact, till a nigga die, smoke cush blunts till a nigga cry. And I never feed off another man because I understand. Understand how a nigga lie. Ooh. Never snitch on a nigga dry. Yeah, that's how a nigga die. Got a young bitch on a passenger. She gonna suck and fuck if I get a high. If I Ooh. do the dash, then my whip will fly. Born shit with a nigga ride. I ain't never snoozing. Let a nigga try. Got the nine rule on a nigga side. Listen. Let's go, Herbo. Listen. Let's Listen. go, Herbo. Listen. Let's Niggas go, Herbo. got G Herbo fucked up. He ain't fucking with 21 of black. You know what I mean? And I love Herbo. I mean, nah. When you do that, and when you able to do that. I get what you saying. And turn the mic up when, when Kiss. How many people had heard Kiss's freestyle? Before before he did it on verses, nobody knew you had to be a Kiss fan to know. Yeah, I heard that. that was a classic he, one though. When he turned that beat off, but the world is watching verses. Yeah, 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 when he yeah, turned yeah. that beat off and went in on that, that was like you got to incorporate that. Everybody say verses, but that is the he's the, a pussy. You dick, y'all. Exactly, like that yeah. shit right there is shit you got to account for. And but that's I'm why I give Verbo the ability to do don't that. Sleep on Kodak though. When it comes oh, to Kodak that, got hit. That's I, what I'm saying. I personally think, I personally think Kodak wins. Yeah. I think so. Kodak and I love got, 21 and Kodak. But I mean, if you talking about just straight individual songs, now features, then yeah, it's tough because 21 got classic features. Got you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But like, I think that just straight up solo songs, Kodak got them hits. And then it's like Kodak didn't been so influential to the culture. Like Cardi B is the beneficiary of of, of, of Kodak right. Black. That's right. You know what I mean? Let me drive the boat. That's Kodak Black. That's like right. Kodak Black is in has he don't get the credit he deserves. He don't get them young boys the credit they deserve. Nah, man. I'm gonna be honest, I'm looking at this fucking double XL. Unbelievable. Yeah. This one of the best ones. Unbelievable. I never even yeah. I never thought of a little Uzi, little Yachty, Kodak, Denzel Curry, Herbo, Dave East, Dickie Designer, and Anderson Pack. Yeah. Every single one of them has had success. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. And and, and still going. Every single one. Well, designer's not still going. Designer sold twenty million records, though. I mean, but he's not going as strong as the as the. A lot yeah, yeah, he don't have the catalog. The catalog, like he to be in the verses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that. he don't have the catalog, but I mean, still, Panda. You know, most people don't get a record like Panda in their career. 
That record, I think the greatest. I think the person, my person, my personal favorite one was the one with uh, with Wale. I think it was Wale. Was it Wale? Meek Mill. It was one that I mean, guys have kind of reached like legendary status. Cole was on that one. Whichever I one, that. Cole I feel like was Kendrick. On. I, 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 Kendrick was on that one. That I think, too, right? yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's I think that might be my favorite one. That one right there. Taylor, let's do some asking idiots, man. What we got? Okay. Oh, this is a good one for Chico Bean. Because ain't nobody clean as Chico Bean. What was that? Uh, Simone Sim says, who do y'all take fashion inspiration from? Me? Oh, man. My Aunt Mary was my biggest fashion inspiration, honestly. Really? Like, yeah, my Aunt Mary, God rest her, was the flyest person I ever met in my life. Well, like, like the fur was, coach in D.C. I mean, stuff she like was, that, oh, my fur. God. And that's, and that's where I take most of my influence from the city. You know, growing up in D.C., we had our own clothing lines. We had our own. It was his own world. So the madness, the shooters, the all days, the all of those different clothing lines in within the city is what shaped our culture. So we get a lot of shit that got stole from us that we don't get credit for, like the Nike boot, like the niggas up here in New York is trying to say they came out with. No, you didn't. We was doing that first in the phone posit and the new balance and everything else. But as far as famous, it's like different eras, like Fab is somebody. I always looked that was at clean. Iverson back in the gap. Uh DL on the suit game, on the mm -hmm. suit side of the game. Uh who else? Um shit. God damn. That's a that's a loaded question for me. It's a bunch of people, but you know what I mean? I definitely say for for sure out of famous people, it'll be Fab, uh DL Hughley, and um Allen Iverson. What about you, Schultz? Um uh, my wife dresses me, bro. I, 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 yeah, I got nothing for you right here. Who do I think, who do I take fashion inspiration from? Oh, for real, too. I put for real in there on me, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's a that's a tricky one. I always admire people that dress really well. Yeah, I, I couldn't even answer this question. Do I look inspired? No, nah, no not no, at all. No. You never no, look inspired. I can tell. i never seen you wear You clothes. get your fashion inspiration from years. correctional officers the way you tie your yeah. Timberlands. Like, you tie your Timberlands. <laughs> Like a correctional yeah. officer. I was like, boy, this nigga work at Rikers Island yeah. on the weekends with them Tim's ties so tight. So, yeah. yeah definitely. Oh, man. Uh, CCO. Uh, oh, LJ Havlicek. If you could relocate with unlimited funds anywhere, where and when would it be? Ooh. Ooh, this is interesting. Ooh. Schultz? The best weather all year around is Los Angeles. I could also surf there. That being said, there's some limiting things about Los Angeles. I don't know. It's really, I would live in two places. I'd spend summers in New York and then I'd spend winters either in Miami or LA, assuming I'm still working because I would still want to work. Even if I had money, I'd still want to do this. Mm -hmm. But it's just winter in New York can be rough, but I love summer in New York. People think I'm crazy for that, but. I love summer in New York too. I right? love New York summers, yeah. man. I love New York as a city. People, I don't understand how people don't love this city. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm from a You're city, from a but, city. but I love New York, especially in the summertime, man. New York nights in the summer, it's mm. nothing like it, man. Yeah, who you got, Chico? If you could relocate with unlimited funds anywhere, where and when would it be? Oh, uh, man. Oh, that's unlimited funds? Shit. Houston. Really? Really? Unlimited funds? Yeah. Because of state taxes? State taxes? Not Florida? Florida guy ain't got no state nah, taxes? No, no, nah, not Florida. Nah, Houston. Why Houston, Houston, Texas. Just because of the culture down there. Like, whatever your unlimited funds is, you can double your unlimited funds in yeah. Texas. Because you look at a lot of the people in Texas, 
that come out of Texas. Those dudes are filthy rich and never went platinum anywhere else. You look at the the dude that owned the turkey leg hut. You know what I mean? Yeah, the man. motherfuckers is making a killing off uh -huh. turkey legs. Uh, it's so much you can do in Texas and never have to leave Texas. So I feel like if you go with unlimited funds, the because everything's there. It's its own world. They yeah. got all of the natural resources there. Yeah. They, they can separate. They could. They, that's the only. That's the only. That's the only state in the union that can secede and still yeah. make it. And don't they have like this huge military complex? Yeah, uh, they got everything. In yeah. Texas. So I would say Texas, uh, Houston, Texas, to be unlimited funds. But worldwide, I, I do one in America and one in the world. Uh, America, I would say Houston, and worldwide, I would probably say. Uh, Switzerland. Really? Yeah. Why Switzerland? Just because it's just the, the nicest white people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Natural are, beauty. Too. And, and yeah. And then these are the literally the nicest <laughs> white people I have ever encountered. Like, because, really? you know, in a you only a, I feel like you only a nigga in America. Everywhere else you're American. You know ah. what I mean? Like when you go everywhere else, you're just an American. They don't look at us as we're only in America. all over the world. Don't I mean, but we're not treated the same way here. You're not, yeah, yeah. As yeah. anywhere else in the world, the way we're treated here, we're not treated anywhere else in the world. But Switzerland, to me, was the literally the the nicest. I mean, they were you just got locked so, up in Switzerland. You did Sweden, they, Sweden. So, oh, Sweden. Sweden. No, no, yeah. I was okay, in Switzerland. These was the. I mean, I'm talking about this genuinely friendly, yeah. helpful. You don't seem like you're, I mean, just very helpful people. That's so an interesting point that you make that like here you're treated in a way, but when you leave, you're an American yeah. and not only you're an American, you're the ambassador of cool culture of America. Yeah. So now when you go there, you're almost kind of like a celeb to Yeah, them. damn near. You know what I mean? The way they look at us because our oh, culture wow. is being yeah. They're seeing music videos and it's like yeah, all yeah. the way. Like when I went to Japan, like they was, you know, oh my God, touching your tattoos in Egypt and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So the way we're viewed other places, Interesting. you know what I mean? And it's stuff that, you know, is offensive to us here. We don't even get mad the at the people from other. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. they they, they yeah, don't have yeah, any yeah. intent when they're rapping a song yeah. versus over here. So I would say definitely Switzerland and Houston. Yeah, I would be. I would probably be in Kiel. I would. I would two. It'd be two for me. It'd be Kiowa Island in South Carolina, and definitely Anguilla. You would just live there, Anguilla. Now you yeah, know what yeah. I will say. This I have never been to. I've been to Egypt, but I want to go to Ghana. I'm going to Ghana in December, and uh, I want to go. I want to go to Ghana. Because I've heard so many beautiful stories about it. As Going to Ghana in December. So I think that if I, once I make it to Ghana or to that certain parts of Africa, I think my answer might change from Switzerland to Ghana. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got some property in Ghana. I'm going to, I'm literally, I'll be there in December. For real? Yep. Oh yeah, I want to go over there. Yep. And I got to get over there. I got to check that out. Um, I think that's it, man. I think we did it, gang, gang. We did it. Chico, thank you, my brother. Always oh, a pleasure man, building with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, camera four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that nigga talking about. This is not Chico B. This is somebody else. <laughs> As always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're intelligent, you think we're brilliant, you're absolutely right. But if you think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit, you're right, too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> 